0: This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we're shedding old friendships, setting new affirmations, and all kinds of fun shit before an in-depth convo about surviving R. Kelly in real life, the docuseries, why it might not go far enough, and who shouldn't have been included. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and
1: We are recording.
0: Oh my goodness. It's the first recording of 2019. 2019.
1: Hey girl. Hey 2019. Hang hey room. How is you doing? All right.
0: Mm-hmm. What's up?
1: Nothing, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. I feel refreshed and shit. We That's had a nice good. little vacay. Yeah,
1: you did. Yeah. It was nice.
0: So I'm here. I'm good. You ready?
1: Yes. All right.
0: Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea,
1: dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay, and this is Tea with Queen and Jay. And yes, yes, we haven't out. We haven't out in In a minute. Wow. And I've been like. During the break, I've been, like, alone because I was also a break at the day job. Mm. So, was no one to hang out, like, <laughs> what am I, am I doing now? <laughs> So it <laughs> wasn't happening. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well I'm glad
0: to be back. I'm glad to be owing with you. Yes, me too. And we're glad to be owing with all of you. Yes. Welcome back to our listeners who have been riding with us and listening mm-hmm. for the longest. And hello to our new listeners hey, ushering in twenty nineteen with us. Yo. Y'all what's doing up? It.
1: Y'all are doing it right. You are. This it is it how right. you start off your year. This is how you, start is how you, start how you it do it. Yes. This is how
0: you do it. hmm
1: if you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast podcast you can do so by using our hashtag hashtag T with QJ yeah that's our hashtag right yeah.
0: that is our hashtag <laughs> it's still our hashtag hashtag T E A with QJ anytime
1: we have a gap or anything I forget everything it's uh-huh. weird you it's like that? we've never done this before yeah one time I hadn't been to Jay's house for two weeks and I went to the wrong apartment it makes no sense mind you I've been coming here for years
0: years I don't know whatever. years <laughs> years sometimes twice a week yeah you sleep here yes yeah i have a toothbrush weird. here mm-hmm. went to the wrong apartment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a loofah <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got a toothbrush and a loofah here <laughs> oh god but yes use our hashtag hashtag tea with qj we will retweet that shit um like that shit comment on that shit we love when you use that and then you can find other tea friends yes. using that hashtag also use the hashtag potin. That is a listening now hashtag. Um, and that's to let other people know that you are listening to Tea with Queen and Jay. That's right. Also, Jay, would you like to tell our listeners what
2: libations are?
0: Yes. Libations are when we spread love and shout out the people, places, and things giving us black ass, black joy. Mm-hmm. And um, do you have libations for this week?
1: Yes, I do. So, like I said, the break was like a break break. Yeah. I didn't have to do the day job either. And During the whole break, I caught up on a lot of stuff, watched Mad TV, Mm -hmm. and I also learned about new podcasts. And one of the podcasts that I started listening to was called A Little Juju Podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a podcast basically about literal black girl magic. (laughs) Um, Nice. And uh, like Juju, Voodoo, Voodoo. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which I am very, 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 very infant to. Right. Um, But something about it. Wait,
0: let me just, when you say you're very, very, very infant too,
1: I know what you mean. Yeah.
0: But there are people who are at your level of knowledge Uh who like, they're like, I'm a black witch, I'm a bruja, all of that stuff or whatever. So you you do have some knowledge of it, but you are rightfully so in the infant infant stages of it, but it's become such like a pop culture kind of thing now Mm -hmm. where they're selling... They're trying to sell us Black Girl Magic at kits. Urban Outfitters and shit like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That it's it's yeah. it's like a, anybody can do yeah, it. Kind no. of essence Mm-mm. to it, which is not the case. Nah,
1: I ain't having the ancestors coming for me. I'm gonna that, say yo. what it is. Me neither. It's you be in my house. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it is very infantile. Mm-hmm. Um, not even. It's probably fetus. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. But I'm um, very drawn to it, and I've always been a person who's been very instinctual and knew I had magic in myself, mm-hmm. but didn't know how to, like, really live that shit and, like, live it and feel normal about it, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Because yeah. um, a lot of that stuff has been, because of white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, has been, like, beaten, literally beaten out of us. <laughs> yep,
0: it's been beaten out of us because of that and a lot of us who grew up with some type of like organized religion Mm -hmm. have also through that which is again a lot of white supremacist patriarchal capitalism have had it beat out through that
1: yeah it is nice to learn about this in a space that makes me feel safe right because i think that a lot of times when i try to read stuff or whatever it still sounds still jargon and i wasn't really understanding like or talking about things that I don't really know. Like, I'm right. a fucking fetus in this shit. Mm. So, it was nice to um, hear Juju talk about it in a way she talks about it. So, I love that. And nice to hear, like, a magical black woman mm-hmm. just talking. And someone who is young a lot of the black magical stuff that i've heard or listened to um like from women in my family and stuff is always like an elder right so it's like very different Mm -hmm. than hearing it for someone who is more like your peer yeah um so i like i really really love it Mm -hmm. and now because of her i'm kind of side eyeing sage okay um a lot of black ancestors don't really fuck with sage like that Mm -hmm. um that's generally a, from what I get from her, I could be wrong, don't send me no bad juju juju, but uh, she listens to this podcast also, but that's usually a native person thing of The Americas. Okay. And not really something that is indigenous of African spaces. Okay. So now it makes me want to like figure out what the fuck else I'm supposed to burn. And Mm. then she also said that when it comes to Sage, that because it is something that indigenous Americans use a lot, there's a scarcity of it now because it's the thing. Mm. And she like, it makes sense. I agree. I would rather not use the thing that they. Definitely use, yeah. and they make it so that they can't like right. use it, you know, as much as mm-hmm. they need to for their mm-hmm. practices or whatever. So now I'm sad. Iron Sage, so I did, need to find some other things. she did recommend things, okay. So I have to like look for them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But okay,
0: yes. that's so. dope. We'll leave the link to um a little Juju podcast in our show notes. I have to listen. I know that Juju listens to our podcast mm-hmm. and it's on my list of shit to listen to. You but have a long ass list. Yeah, for anybody who knows me. I'm not listening as long as are, right. so I can jump into stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm a podcast um, addict and my podcast time is shortened now that I'm not at my nine to five anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to have a lot. I'd just be sitting at my desk. I had fucking, I had desk podcasts and I had phone podcasts yeah. and now I just have my phone. I could tap into my, it's just my whole podcasting schedule is off. And your routine,
1: your routine has been interrupted
0: interrupted and on podcast head. So that's kind of a big deal. Mm. But anyway, that's on my list of things to listen to. I'm going to probably tap into it now that I know you've listened to it and you know that it's like a good podcast. Okay.
1: Money sent her mad questions. (laughs) That's funny. And those questions were helpful money money from Queer Work Pod that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about if you're a new listener Um, those questions I was like yes money these questions are right yes nice. so I appreciate you sending her all those questions that's funny <laughs> oh she answered
0: on the episode you listened mm-hmm. to yeah. okay that's cool
1: mm-hmm. nice alright I like that
0: libation I'm fucking with it you know that we are all about black femme magic yep. on this show so that's yep. dope so shout out to Juju my libation we were on break and I did go to Nashville where I went to school Uh libations to Black Vanderbilt University,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, anyway, so I went to visit one of my home girls, Tanisha, and I stayed in her home for over a week. Um, Why are you saying Cause I was in her space. Cause I was <laughs> in her space and she was the a gracious host and she was loving and welcoming. I actually so I went there to spend the new year. Yeah. I didn't know because we were so busy before I left, I didn't know that I was like wildly depressed you know what i'm saying because yeah. i was just like moving i know that like the, the holiday season winter months which also co- you know coincide with that shit yeah. i know that i'm like subject weather outside is weather that shit right <laughs> i know that i'm subject to depression mm-hmm. um but i didn't feel it before i left or else i would have told her before i got there yeah then i got there and it's like it's new year's time so i didn't want to be when i got there i didn't want to be like okay just a heads up i am depressed actually i'm er this trip (laughs) right i didn't want to be like now that i've arrived
2: (laughs) to your home
0: (laughs) now that i'm here i'm actually depressed i didn't want to say i know that i was in a safe space and i could have said Mm -hmm. that but i just didn't want to be that person that trip which is actually the person that i am but i I just didn't want to do it i didn't want (laughs) to say it but she's my friend so obviously she knew but thank you for not saying anything um (laughs) but anyway so it was nice to be with friends Mm. it was nice to be tolerated she more than tolerated me but Mm. it was nice that somebody was uh kind to me during me being depressed and i mean i was up and mobile but you know like you know those depression commercials where somebody just be going through the motions and it's just like a cloud over yeah. them. And, mm-hmm. like, niggas is telling jokes, but you're not really laughing mm-hmm. because you can't feel anything because you're just, like, depressed. It just made me
1: think of, there's this scene in um, that show Big Mouth on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how the hormone monster and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So, it was one scene where the girl was, like, depressed. Mm-hmm. And their symbolism with the, for depression was like a big ass cat just like laid on her and she couldn't like, <laughs> <laughs> just laid on her and she couldn't get up and she was like stuck in a bed. Right. And I was like, I felt that.
0: That's funny. She
1: was just stuck in a bed, couldn't yeah. get up. Every time she tried to get up, the cat was like, no, no, you just want to lay here. You just want to like yeah. lay here and sleep it away. It was yeah. like. Oh, I was I like, like right. I was going
0: through the motions. Because mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of different types and levels and ways of depression. So this was like, I'm here, I'm going to do the things. I'm going through all the motions of everything. But yeah, there was a little angry cat in the back of my <laughs> head. It was an angry cat. Also like you be irritable when you're mm-hmm. depressed. You're, I'm, I can be an irritable person period. But also when I'm like in the midst of like depression, yeah. it's like my sense of irritability is a little bit higher. So anyway, libations to Tanisha. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know why I'm picturing you like, what is that movie? I don't know. I mix up my white people movies. Oh, okay. But the one where the, he's like, no, doom. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Oh, you're talking about um Dynamite. Yeah. Something Dynamite. Like I think um no not really
1: oh, okay. Cause that was like weirdly irritable not like, really what's wrong with it i might have been <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't say it i didn't say it out loud
0: i didn't say it out loud i didn't say it out loud um but no i had a good time but you really might not have been able to tell because mm-hmm. i was depressed but i did have a good time it was nice to go to nashville what else did i do in nashville besides be depressed delete <laughs> the yo yo okay (laughs) quick story (laughs) quick story because this is a part of it so i get Mm -hmm. there i have friends in nashville because i went to school in nashville i get there i send all of my friends it was only four but i sent them all this that's a good
1: amount for an adult Right, thank you. Yes, yes. A good yes. Of I
0: sent. I mean, I have shout out to all my other friends there. But like You're talking people, about the Nashville ones. Well, or, I have other Nashville friends. Oh. But like people who I would like, let's hang out. I'm mm-hmm. here. I expect to see you yeah. when I'm here, kind of thing. I have mm-hmm. other friends there who like, I love you, but you don't have to see me when I'm there, or vice versa, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. So one of them, the, the the one guy who I who I hit up, like, hey, I'm here. Like my homie who I've been friends with for years. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm here. Let me know when it's good for you to hang out. I want to see you. We're friends. I love you. You are my friend. Yeah. I am in your city. We are friends. Right? <laughs>
1: you just made me think of that Barney song. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, that. But it was that. <laughs> it was that, yo. My message was
0: mad, like, and shit. Mm-hmm. Actually, and this didn't help because it happened as soon as I got there. Yeah. I was already depressed, but this was like... It just added on to like that. I was like de-
1: I was like my normal depressed. Mm-hmm. I was fine. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It was like I can still do this. Yes. Yes. The cat wasn't sitting on you yet.
0: The cat was not sitting on my chest. Mm-hmm. So I sent that and he responds Dutch comma the first men are trash statement I hear and I'm out and I'm free on the first, the third, the fourth nigga nigga who are you talking to
1: who is you to i was offended who are you talking to i am offended
0: who are you talking to first of all that's not my whole life saying men are trash even though it's a statement that i have said and niggas know that i say and i will say that shit again because men are trash Mm -hmm. okay um also we had this whole conversation i explained that it's a metaphor it's a
1: It's a colloquial way of of addressing patriarchy. Patriarchy,
0: yes, it's a metaphor for the patriarchy. You know this. I've said this. We talked about it. Also, our friendship is so much bigger than me talking about men are trash. But is it? There's the there's the thing. But is it? There's the thing. If you're trash, it it does hurt. It just sting a bit more. Mm -hmm. I guess when you hear somebody that you love say it, if you know in your heart that you're trash, and if during the conversation about men being trash you told me how much further and how much more and deeper you're trash mm-hmm. so i guess that could be a sensitive subject but anyway so i lost a friend over that trip and that bothered me too yeah I w- it would bother that, me. Bo- that that hurt
1: especially if you didn't see it coming i didn't at all because we had
0: talked about we had a full out conversation about this already and i have lost a lot of friends I feel like over the
1: last
0: the course of this podcast? Over the course of this <laughs> exactly how long have we over the past five years. I don't know what's happened in five years. But anyway, over the course of this podcast, I have lost a lot of friendships. Um, which makes me sad. Mm-hmm. So like even though he sent me that, I gave it I even L O L'd. I LOL'd I'm like, I'm not holding that in. And then he's like, Well, I'll see you on Instagram. Like, you're not my real life friend. Friend. friend in real life who we have because we're friends friend. mad shit intertwined
1: i don't know your friendship and stuff but for me it felt like he was acting like you was hollywood or something. See you on IG, Instagram. Like, it was
0: weird. Like
1: you've like you changed. You know what I mean? Right, Like, right, like right, you've changed, right, right, and like right, right. you haven't always been this person. It was weird. I've known you before this podcast. I'm the
0: same nigga. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you had nothing's changed. Yeah, you're just still yep. trash. Yep. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. So that made me sad, especially considering the other piece of this is like, I feel like because. For some people, my beliefs and my values for some people yeah right are extreme mm-hmm. to some people to I would say because most of my friends are black folks, most meaning all are black folks, <laughs> I feel like there are you know we there's a there's a string of like conservative, there's like black conservatism. Like if you are, a lot of black folks are like culturally Christian mm-hmm. or have culturally Christian ideas yeah. and shit. Even if they're not like like on Jesus or no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? All of y'all
1: do, as an outsider in my Islam. Okay. All of y'all do, like even the ones who like do nothing. Right. Um, and I'll say something, and mm-hmm. like some Christian shit would pop up, and I'm like, but you don't even be doing that. <laughs> You don't be doing that. What are you talking about? Yeah,
0: it's like, it's a cultural, it's a cult, there's a cultural Christianity that like exists. So,
1: yes. So a lot of- Like you sell drugs. Why are you talking about queer people? Nigga. (laughs) And God.
0: You don't even know how relevant that is to this particular (laughs) discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm not even, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. But um. But yeah, so for a lot of people, a lot of my friends or a lot of people I went to school with or whatever, I am um, extreme and they don't factor in all of the things that Janicia as their friend has said, nah, you're cool, yo. You're my friend. Nah, mm-hmm. you know what? That bullshit you're on right now, don't worry about it. I love you. I fuck with you. You're my friend. Yeah. Oh, nah. Oh, you need this? I got you. Don't worry about it. I'm your friend. But I say men are trash. I don't know what it
1: is? Go ahead. Tell me. Because you be pulling out mirrors. Bitch, <laughs> 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 you going to make me look at myself Yeah. and analyze myself? I
0: guess. I guess. But anyway, so that hurt my feelings. And I just deleted them on all social media so that you will not see me on IG. That mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Um, how about no? How about how about not? <laughs> you have my phone number, so you can call me and like we can talk about it and stuff. But we could have talked about it before you sent me that like weird harsh Dutch. text. Weird.
1: You should have said Bronx. I didn't. Right? I didn't
0: ask you. I didn't ask you to, you ask you to pay. What is this statement? Who are you talking to? But anyway, I said all of that to say. That it makes me sad when like I just want all of us to be more considerate of he, our friendships and our energy.
1: He didn't handle that with care. Right. He didn't at he all. didn't treat me like a friend. No. He didn't at treat me all. like a friend. And like there's ways that you can do that, even where uh it's, and I know that for like with our relationship mm-hmm. I've learned that because usually um I'll start to stop fucking with somebody <laughs> right mm-hmm. so I don't actively have to like besides my family, mm-hmm. but I don't usually actively have to like have a disagreement get to the other side of it and continue working mm-hmm. and without friendship, I've learned to do that and mm-hmm. then learn how to fucking handle people with care because you just never f- fucking right. no it's a right. relationship you value so you handle people with care mm-hmm. you don't treat them like people you on the subway, yeah. you know, like, like,
0: what? That's, that's the piece of it is like, as my I'm friend- I'm not
1: one of these randos. Right,
0: as my friend, you shouldn't have to know that I'm depressed right now to treat me with care. Exactly. As my friend, you shouldn't have to know that I lose mad friends over this and like less to like treat me with care like you shouldn't as friends you shouldn't have to have all that information to treat me with care Exactly, because we're adults and we Mm -hmm. know at any given time one of us could be going through something Mm -hmm. so anyway that actually hurt my feelings a great deal even though i'm not gonna talk to you about it because if you wanted to talk you would have hit me up to like talk before you sent me that cold hard ass text but that's another thing about that's what i was gonna say that's 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 another thing thing. that
1: happened with me with that person then handle me with care it was right, Just like here's right. this information
0: mm-hmm. and that's it, do it and with deal with it, it. yeah, yeah. it's
1: like no that's not i've been your friend for years right you don't do that
0: right you know? that's another thing though also i feel about like certain certain men who are highly patriarchal and expect th- like th- this thing and the patriarchy expands beyond your immediate like Romantic relationships yes. or that type of yeah. shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, men, there are lots of men who expect their sisters, who they claim to love and would kill anybody for, they expect them to labor for them yeah. emotionally and otherwise. Their woman friends, they expect them to carry the burden of uh, their friendship. I'm supposed to hold his secrets. I'm supposed to be his homie. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to do all of that shit, coddle him when he feels bad about yep. me saying that men are
1: trash instead of him understanding Standing. why I feel this way mm-hmm. as a mom marginalized black woman or the same way in which you did and which Mm -hmm. a lot of women do for a lot of people in their lives Mm -hmm. is i don't really fuck with that right but you're my friend
0: yeah you know how much (laughs) do you know how much of that friend
1: i don't don't really fuck with
0: that piece of this yeah but i'm still your friend so like what's up with this yeah
1: and they can't even offer that
0: to you right you know
1: that's that's
0: because i'm i'm as a woman i'm just supposed to like Have it together, yeah, and that's it.
1: And I'm happy that you didn't say anything, cause I'm the queen of not saying anything, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to men. I don't handle men with care, yeah, cause honestly, I don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. So like, even with my situation with my friend, who they they gave, not gonna tell you all the business, but they gave me like ill news that changed what our relationship is or was mm-hmm. and it was like this is a conversation you have with me in person you don't right. text this shit to me or whatever in the middle
0: of another conversation yeah, yeah. you know
1: like you just happened to tell me this news or whatever mm-hmm. and when i've said this when i've talked to other people about the situation it's always like well are you going to reach out and i'm like no yeah. they did not handle this for care mm-hmm. why the one i don't I'm not. I don't subscribe to being a bigger person for stuff. Right. Usually, like that's just not how I am. I don't. I'm okay with being a little person. I don't well, give a fuck. You are tiny. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always up to women to be the bigger person to right. reach out to. Let's arrange for us. Let's squash this. Let's mm-hmm. figure this out. I'm. I'm not doing that shit, yeah. and I'm happy that you're not doing this shit and mm-hmm. realizing that that's not your responsibility. Like, right. fuck that. Wonder, if they had a problem, they should have came to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ahead, Fuck that
0: because the last when we did we have discussed this before and I thought and was under the impression that we resolved it you know what i'm saying so i don't know i wonder and when we talk about friendships and like the patriarchy and how it how it shows up in friendships i wonder how many men have black women friends who are like a mess you know what I'm saying? None. Like, how many have, like, oh, None. yeah. She, you know, Sheila's a mess, but that's my homegirl. No, You know what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like even within our friendships are, are like, platonic. We're not fucking. We are just friends. Friendships. I feel like there's still this expectation that if you are a woman in a friendship, you're supposed to have it together. In a friendship with a man. You, between the two mm-hmm. of you, you should be the one who has that's it the together. I think that's the expectation
1: of women, period. Right. We're supposed to have it together. It's funny. I was talking, um to Sadie um, for coworker work. Hey, girl. I should be listening. Hi. And I was saying how I noticed that since I started dating women um, more actively, mm-hmm. that I expect women to have it together. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not socialized to treat women in the way that I treat men when it's right. like oh well
2: they don't you're like, on that bullshit yeah. yeah like
1: you know like if a guy is lacking something I'm like well you know I'll do all of that stuff mm-hmm. you gotta but, understand yeah. I am you know, I'm, this is
0: an extreme but you know
1: you know how men are you, you gotta, gotta just, understand you know but yeah. with the women nowadays it was just like what is she doing she, 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 to get together. she gotta get together that's right. just too much work I'm too lazy for all of that Yeah, you know mm-hmm. because the expectation mm. is that women just have the shit together right. like our expectations of women are like extreme high mm-hmm. and our expectations for men are like low as hell right the, the bar is the floor the like, bar
0: is the floor
1: yeah
0: all um, the bodies hit the floor <laughs> i just i just wish that i could in my, i'm still like protecting this person because i care about them and mm-hmm. they were my friend five ten minutes ago last week a week ago it was all good just a week ago but like
1: they're not smart you
0: got the, the bar you got i got too many secrets i got the secrets
1: Oh my god. Wait, wait, this is supposed to be a libation. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Sorry. It's
1: supposed to be a good a good time. Libation to Tanisha. Okay? Thank you, girl. I love you. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for loving me. I don't know how this turned into a how ha- what happened. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Sorry. I just had to provide some context. Oh, um gosh. yeah, so thank you for all of that and I did enjoy watching Tanisha try and use her Alexa, which is not fuck with her i tried to get alexa to do stuff but i kept calling her Alexis because that's what your name should be for black people
1: my mom has one and i don't know why she has.
0: One. i feel like you have to talk like alexa to get alexa to understand what you're saying alexa you gotta talk like that
1: alexa Maybe,
0: i don't know google
1: i don't like that they talk the like weather. that i want one that sound like me
0: do you want to tell the people about tea with queen and jay donations yes
1: i do so if you would like to donate to Tea with Queen and Jay, you can do so by going to our website, Tea with Queen and jay.com. We accept donations to sustain this podcast, the yes. rest this podcast, yes. and keep the fucking lights on. That's right. right? So go like, to our website. Literally
0: the lights on <laughs> in our studio, which is in my apartment. <laughs> apartment. We need your donations for that. Not yes. the rent. But the lights. The equipment we use, yeah. our website, mm-hmm. all the labor and shit. The hosting of the yes, feed. Yes, yes. And all that shit. Sometimes we have to travel to a studio. Yeah. We pay for editing, yes. all kinds of things. We would like to also pay other people to do more of the things that we should stop doing so we can do other stuff,
1: you know? Ick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said go to our website teawithqueenandj.com if you scroll down on our homepage you will see two options there two our first option is our PayPal option and that is the no commitment option you can come whenever you want however many times you want whenever, and, I'm, 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 and drop however much you want <laughs> to in the pot and then the other option is our Patreon option and that is where we're asking for a little more commitment um, we are Simply asking for two dollars a month. Two dollars. And uh, yes, you can give more or less. That is fine. That is up to you. We like to give people the right of choice. Um, but yes, we're only asking for two dollars, which is only twenty four dollars a year. That's it. And we we think that's low. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not. We can't say you know. Right. Whatever. It's
0: low if you have it. But also, if you only have a dollar, you can set your Patreon to a dollar a month,
1: and which is twelve
0: dollars a year.
1: Yep. What and else? then we also have another option for you to donate. What else? and that is by sharing this podcast oh, subscribing to this podcast oh, rating reviewing um tagging us in the i need a podcast to listen to post yeah anytime someone asks about a podcast you say t with queen and j that is a donation yes it is
0: proud. it's a donation of your time your mm-hmm. love your energy
1: and that's a little bit of labor and yep. we appreciate that soul is show mm.
0: do <laughs> 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 All right, so this week, I have donation libations. We got Patreon subscribers, new patrons. Mm-hmm. And some of y'all upped your pledge. Yes,
1: what we, yes, we yes,
0: yes. Um, so we have Deborah who upped their pledge. Thank you so much. Iris or Edis, up their pledge. Thank you. Amira or Amira. I think this is Amira. up their pledge. Thank you so much. Alana or Elena. Sidoni? What? <laughs> now you be. have to
1: do Deborah or Deborah. You can't do all the <laughs> variations of names and not do it for Deborah right. or Deborah. You're right. You're right. One of our Instagram
0: listeners, after I do all of this, one of them was like, yo, uh, they said something about how they love the podcast, even though uh, when I donated, you said my name, Mad Dry. <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i can't see and do it all okay <laughs> i try i do my best how do you say well i don't i don't know I don't know, I don't know i don't know the government you i know moisturize that mouth i know when you say
1: these fucking names
0: sedoni tammy kiara or kiara and alicia or alicia
1: or tamai
0: <laughs> or tamai <laughs> or I, or t- me you're right so thank y'all so much we actually um alicia sent us a note and this should touch my heart alicia says thank you is the subject of her note and she says hi queen hi jay i found out about your podcast from the extraordinary negroes podcast when janicia appeared as a guest oh hey girl hey extraordinary negroes hey y'all thank you that's me talking janicia okay just a few weeks
1: you will annoy me as a narrator in a documentary
0: Ooh, I would love to do that. <laughs> oh I would love that so much. Also y'all can hire me to do that voiceover work and narration. Okay. Just a few weeks after I started listening to Tea with Queen and Jay, my twenty five year old son was hospitalized for a drug induced psychosis after he smoked weed laced with opiates. I was a rough it was a rough time for me because I just started A new permanent job where I was being severely underpaid after temping for months and I had to fly back and forth between home, which is Florida, and NYC to visit him, yet continue to work to have some income coming in for any aftercare he needed. Listening to your podcast during this time was a healthy distraction from one of the scariest times in my life. I listened to all of your podcasts from the most recent to the beginning during those two weeks. We would like to formally apologize. For uh, those first, I would say at least what I'm forty episodes. Assu-
1: I'm assuming we were providing comic relief at that. Yes, point. yes. That's but what that was. thank
0: you for your time and your sacrifice. Okay, back to the letter. I listened on the plane rides, bus and train rides and would fall asleep at night listening to the show. I took comfort in your voices, learned so much from the content of all your shows and I became hooked. Fast forward to now, my son made a full recovery and has been healthy since he was released from the hospital. And I finally found a job through a friend, a black woman, where I'm finally getting paid what I deserve. I've been wanting to donate since I got the new job, but I wanted to make sure I got through the probationary period first lol (laughs) that's right i feel you on that same now i can pay black women i became a patron tonight finally thank you for helping me stay sane during a scary time in my life i appreciate you and i look forward to your podcast every tuesday much love and happy new year auntie Leisha p.s i'm a proud auntie too check out my email address her email in fact is uh aol.com which means that she is an official an OG, og auntie yeah. thank you Lisha. we appreciate you thank you so much and i'm glad that you were able to find comfort in our podcast yo. in my
1: voice <laughs>
0: I wish I could see the hand gesture and the dramatics that came with that. It's funny because her nails are like two inches long. It makes the whole thing more dramatic. I'm entertained. I'm entertained. Mm,
1: All right. I like these nails. They add a lot of fun. (laughs) They do. We also got PayPal
0: donations from kirk kirk says i'm a better white man because of your wonderful podcast thank you you're Are you, so welcome you sure, i was gonna say <laughs> is sure? that possible you're no i'm just kidding a white man. i'm kidding but
1: we appreciate we do
0: appreciate you, you and we do believe that we have made you better yeah yeah mm-hmm. all right thank you kirk We appreciate you. And thank you for sharing the podcast. Yeah. Also, Brittany hit the PayPal. Elizabeth or Elizabeth. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) amira amira also hit us in the paypal so amira was i mean in the patreon so amira was feeling mad genuine and uh, generous thank you so much and brian donated thank Mm -hmm. you so much brian and the homies from queer walk podcast thank you so much they say happy kwanzaa we are so happy to know you and love the two of you stay black Thank you. I like how they left us a note. Like if we don't talk every day in the group chat,
1: but thank you. (laughs) Every time people say "stay black," it makes me think of my sister, my older sister, wrote my mother a Valentine's Day card. Mm -hmm. You want to know what it said? Yes, please. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm black and I'm proud. That's the card. with how old was she um i think she was like in kindergarten
0: that's cute <laughs> that is cute well we we know what your home life is like <laughs> so, and it all led here to this black ass podcast so something right my parents were doing something right okay um so thank you queer walk we appreciate you and we thank love you. you i'm about to text them <laughs> thank you. Okay, Justine also broke us off on the PayPal and Justine says, hello, you two. I started binge listening to your podcast on my daily commute to work and wish I had known about it sooner because I freaking love it. So this is me paying black women and showing appreciation for all the incredible work you're both doing every week, every week weak yes yes and then she gives us a heart em- or they give us a heart emoji mm-hmm. i always appreciate your emotional honesty especially jay when you're not having a good time or you make it sound like every episode i'm depressed only because i said i was depressed earlier and now you're commenting on that you like it's not a one-off a okay That's how depression
1: works it is
0: <laughs> and you verbalize that as a start of the show also i'm sorry when you feel crappy thank you i appreciate that as i'm not listening to your shows in order sometimes it literally stops me in my tracks when i hear you mention a bad mental health day because it's so relatable and it just gives me a moment to acknowledge my things and move forward knowing i'm not alone you, you both
1: oh i'm not saying
0: thank you you both give me words and better language to express myself in a much healthier way for this i'm so thankful also for your hard work Fact checking and discourse. The pit is by far my favorite segment of the show. <laughs> Personally, I'd love to throw the creator of Ren and Stimpy in there, so no one in my industry and animation is bro hefty. Oh, you're in animation. Let's talk. I like. I was that. thinking that too. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why are we like this? I want to be
1: a cartoon. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we have no experience in that field whatsoever we're like Ugh. um anyway and there's no one in my industry has done jack to show support for the girls women he hurt oh yeah factual mm-hmm. actual dag man
1: I always thought that cartoon was weird. It was weird, and
0: that's why I liked it. But then sometimes it got real weird, and I was like, oh, this is As too far. As a kid, far. I was but like,
1: this is not for kids.
0: That's why I liked it. As
1: a kid, I was like, Mm-mm. that's why I was like, this is nasty. No. Oh, my life is too real because my parents. Right. So I was like, this is not an escape. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah I was like my life is hard but it's not nasty this is a distraction these nasty niggas are a distraction okay anyway
1: and now we know why they were nasty niggas yes yes yes
0: alright I'm gonna try and say what this says here djolch in for yon and hope this helps xx Jews Wales UK that's Jews J-U-Z Wales, UK.
1: Oh man, now I wish you read it like "Hello, YouTube." <laughs> I started binge listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm actually glad that we didn't do that because we too. don't have we don't have the range. <laughs> and I would like to formally apologize for you having done it just now. <laughs>
1: Hello, Guff. <God. laughs> oh my God, I'm an idiot. You know that, though. You listen yes. to this show. So yes, yes, aware. they do. Thank you so much. Thank Justine. you so much. We
0: really appreciate you, and we appreciate this letter, yo. Thank you. Okay. We have a few announcements.
1: Announcements. I
0: like that. Thanks. I like that. <laughs> Before we get into the meats of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, announcements. Okay, so if you are in the NYC, Saturday the 19th of January, I'm actually on a panel. And- at Black Comic Book Fest at the Schomburg Museum, I go to the festival every year. Every year. I now fucking love it. I know. I'm so That's excited, so yo! I am so excited. So I'm a panel. I'm on a panel called Super Villains: A Reflection of Us, and it's going to be about Black badass supervillains who shine in their blackness and how it speaks to us.
1: That is like the perfect. panel. I
0: cannot
1: wait. So Jay, are you going to be in cosplay?
0: I would like to, even though me and the homie haven't started officially working yet. We talked about it. I was like, oh, I want to do this. He's like, oh, I'm going to get a glue gun. That's all, we, <laughs> <laughs> that's all we
1: did. Well, I like the fact that you're acknowledging that you have a team. Uh, I have a homie. Because you try to act I like,
0: have a homie. I am a light
1: cosplayer. I didn't even, whatever would you be casual using. Casual
0: cosplay. That's a real thing. Um, no, me and the homie uh, Ronnie from... Uh, the Shade Parade podcast. Mm-hmm. Check that shit out. Ronnie helps me put my costumes together a lot of the time, so I'm excited. So I will either be in my street our clothes. He's creative director.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, all right, Ronnie. I need that's, you to make sure she stops
2: true. short
0: selling you. I'm not. I'm not trying to short so short sell Ronnie. I know, but you
1: short sell the whole the whole movement. Oh,
0: the whole cosplay movement. Okay, that that's y'all true. You my my together, cosplay movement. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't mean to do that. I'm a though.
1: And I know you're a black woman and you're taught you're taught to right. shrink yourself. Facts. I'm not just and dabble, like, bitch. You're
0: right, you're right. So anyway, yes, we are working you're on literally something. Literally a
1: different color at least seven times a year. I do appreciate that.
0: actually I do want to do more cosplay this year last year was really light because I got stressed out but I do want to do more cosplay this year anyway yes possibly in cosplay possibly not anyway I'm always hashtag storm every damn day Mm -hmm. and I will be there with the homie Michael Flood who is the only Superman we recognize and don't talk to him. They I told said, you that. Hi. All right. I heard it how you said it. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we'll be there. So I'm going to leave the link to the event in the show notes. Black Comic Book Festival is a huge black comic book. F- and I mean, huge in vibe huge. and energy. It's huge. Yes. It's Stop. at the Schomburg. Stop okay. being
1: humble. Okay.
0: It's at the Schomburg. I'm excited about it. It's two days. It's on Friday the 18th and Saturday the 19th of January. Again, the link to that will be in the show notes. And my panel is at 10, 10 a.m on the 19th so make sure you go to bed early the night before so you can come Get and the
1: fucking gather hello Kay?
0: hello all uh,
1: right
0: yeah i'm excited you have an announcement
1: yes 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 so it's 2019 you know i'm a fucking new year's ass bitch yes. you know i'm a fucking planning ass bitch planning ass bitch you know i'm a fucking like
0: community ass bitch. community
1: ass bitch you know i'm a fucking like Change, I love change. Changing ass bitch. Yes, I do. Like, mm-hmm. oh, seasons change. Yes. Time to revolve. Time to shed skin. If mm. I was a snake, bitch, all the skin that would be thrown all over the yes. place. But anyway, sometimes Glad I not. wish I was. Sometimes I wish this had nothing to do with it Nuts like this. Sometimes I wish that humans kind of had those periods in life. So you know mm. how like amphibians. Yeah. Those are frogs and things. Thank you. But you know how they're like tadpoles. Like they have these huge indicators of like huge changes right, in your life, right. like physically. Physical indicators that people can see. Yeah, it. I kind of wish humans had that, but whatever. All right. Anyway, so low
0: key, the both of us change our hair at least once a month so we do have physical evidence yeah to but I, though my
1: hair changes don't have anything to do with like the periods All of right, life I got that, that i am in i get it okay but that's okay. what i'm talking about i was just about. trying to say that we like, actually I should look do like do a different that. organism when i'm a teenager versus this when i'm an adult annoying. like a fucking frog anyway i, know. I just think that'd be cool okay anyway so I am hosting a along with okay so with Myth Vixen, which is my magazine, mm-hmm. along with Kefi Black Girl, we are holding a vision board and intention setting workshop. Yes. Um, at the Cafe Con Libros cafe and bookstore in Brooklyn. It is on January twenty seventh from five p.m. to eight p.m. Um, we'll be doing giveaways. We have giveaways. a raffle. Raffles. It's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. And if you want to like start the new year or figure out ways to start the new year with community with a bunch of black dope fans, this is a place to do it and space is limited so you must rsvp you can't come if you don't RSVP because of the space that i'm in mm-hmm. and then i also have to make sure i have enough supplies for everyone mm-hmm. so don't be doing that black shit can't be doing that you have to rsvp We like that black shit but you can't do. yeah that you can't i just you will not have a board right <laughs> mm-hmm. and there will be no room for you right. in this space yep. um so I'll there's there. that and then also please come on time it's a workshop it's not like just like hangout thing, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to, like, do some stuff. Yeah, so um, you got to
0: start when it's time to start. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: so get your life together and come on time. Mm-hmm. All right? So, yes, please come to the Vision Board and intention Setting Workshop. Like I said, January 27th, that's a Sunday, Um, and the link will be in the show notes.
0: I love it. I'm excited. Come to the Vision Board Setting Workshop, and then the next day on your Monday, January the 28th, I'll go to the bag ladies live show at the green space
1: over one city at a time.
0: All right. Chat <laughs> Um, At the green space, come through. Get comfy at 6. The show starts at a white man, 7 p.m. But
1: they have a bar. You can get some That's drinks. right. That's right. Snacks. That's
0: right. That's right.
1: It's happy hour time anyway. Keller. So just come and get your shit.
0: Yeah, come through so that you can be there so they can start the show like 7 p.m. on the dot. And we'll leave the ticket link to that in the show bio. You can visit bgladies.com. That's B-G-L-A-D-I-E-Z dot com for tickets and more information about their podcast. If you're not already listening, you can listen to the podcast there. Learn I don't more get about why the you're not listening. Back, ladies. Yeah, understand. you should. Get your life
1: together.
0: And um, we'll leave the ticket link in our show bio. You want to take a break? Yeah.
1: Okay,
0: let's take a break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> do, money.
1: do you know what this year is giving black this women year. your money
0: yes so give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so, so
1: how do they give black women
0: their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week,
2: week. Sometimes um, twice a week,
0: yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um,
2: we
1: definitely can, absolutely. So, how can you do that? You can go to our website, tbskinandjay dot com. Hit that donate tab, mm-hmm. and we have two options there. So two, can, two. You become a patron, or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. you choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice. That's right. On how you give us money. That's right.
0: If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off two dollars a month.
1: Choice, oh my god, we're gonna get money again
0: <laughs> all the time. Yes, all right, and we're, we're black. black. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, why is she not saying it
0: all the time? That's right, that's right. So,
1: let's get into the show.
0: Um, okay, let's do that. Oh,
1: so what kind of tea are you drinking i'm drinking chai tea Mm, Mmm, and jay made it so good yes Mm. and what kind of tea are you drinking
0: uh i'm also drinking chai tea it's cold (laughs) right so i guess it would kind of be like some sort of iced chai latte even though there's no ice in my apartment but it
1: was cold i put it in the freezer fine yeah like just um super finally fixed the boiler yes there's and heat he in my apartment really good. i got that good
0: project heat yeah, going on you i feel good mm-hmm. i feel good i felt that when i came back from the trip i was like oh yes mm-hmm. my apartment that's another thing about like feeling depressed when i came back to my apartment, i was still depressed when i got off the plane which is rare usually when i travel somewhere and i come back i'm like oh mm-hmm. okay but when i came into my apartment and i c- could see like how much it's progressed and how different and like what's changed from last year. You know what I'm saying? I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh wow, I've actually like I've done a lot of shit in here. I've thrown a lot of things away, which is like a thing for me. So I felt good. Mm -hmm. I felt better. That's good. Yeah. I like that. And all of you needed to know that. That
1: That's cool. So 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 now you know.
0: Yes. Yes. Hi. Yes.
1: What are your pronouns?
0: Pronouns are she, her, they, them. And Queen, what are your pronouns? She and
1: her. Okay. Are my pronouns.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And what are you affirming for yourself?
1: I am affirming that I'm a bad bitch. I'm affirming that I am enough. I am affirming that I will be self-employed, abundantly self-employed without mm. trauma in the 2020. And I affirm that all my hairstyles for 2019 are going to be pumping, like, every single one of them. Like, every single month. Like, right now, I'm wearing, like, a wig that I have because I don't know what to do with my right? hair. Yes. But I feel like Tell after us. I figure it out, mm. after that, every mm. single style is going to be, like, popping and, like, excited. stuff that I love. I like it. So I, I see that, that for that. you.
0: Have so you been, I, I know you said last, last year we said we were going to learn how to, like, make wigs. Yeah, I've been practicing. How's it going?
1: It's going good, but I want right. to do a lot. I don't want to, like... I still have to wear it mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm not gonna get it perfect on the first try
0: okay i'm not putting that kind of pressure on you i just was no i know
1: that i'm just right, saying right, right, right. like i'm like wait a while okay
0: You're like, let's wait a while. okay <laughs> all right cool i'm just excited i'm on the edge of my seat i'm excited about this it's a game changer once you learn how to do it i'm gonna learn how to do it and then it's over that's yeah. the thing that like as soon as i know how to do it like it's over Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. I like those affirmations. Mm-hmm. And I affirm that I am not a lady. Mm-hmm. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that I'm healthy. I'm happy
1: and I'm rich. Biatch.
0: <laughs> those are my affirmations.
1: There's no C in your Bia.
0: Uh no, I did write it in the notes as uh Bia. But okay. I did want to say Biatch. Okay. So thank you for telling. <laughs> everyone that
1: because bia and bitch um biach are two different things
0: right yes yeah this say. okay that. all right <laughs> okay so this week <sighs> a last happened you want to give the trigger warning or should i
1: Trigger warning for R. Kelly.
0: Yeah, R. Kelly is the trigger warning. He is the trigger warning. That should be enough. You should, like, know what that means and where we're going and all that stuff. But in but case you do not. In case you don't know, R. Kelly is an R&B singer, songwriter, producer, terrorist.
1: And, yeah, that is his guise.
0: Right. And um, Not actually that. He's
1: That's his guise. Yeah,
0: he's pretending <laughs> to be a singer, songwriter so that he can terrorize the black community. Yes specifically targeting black women, black and, women girls. and girls and um so this conversation is going to be about rape it's going to be about uh statutory rape it's going to be about grooming it's going we're going to touch physical on abuse. that's right physical abuse mental abuse emotional abuse
1: yep. oh, like sex trafficking sounds like we're talking about um r kelly slavery
0: it does sound like we're talking about slavery, yeah, so yeah, so we're gonna touch on all that stuff, specifically the surviving R Kelly uh, docu series. yeah, that was on. so mm-hmm. this this is the trigger warning. We're gonna talk about that, and then after that, we'll get into some lighter stuff some of our other segments yeah, um yeah, yeah the rest of the show everything else will be light Lights. after this so yes. you don't have to feel like it's going to be heavy 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 but we will be talking about the surviving r kelly docuseries if you did not watch it you can still listen to this because i mean history is history and r kelly been a rapist so you're not we're not there's no spoilers here night. Yeah, this is just like what it is. You can still listen to this. And if you're someone who was going to watch the documentary anyway, you can still like fucking watch it. We're just giving our insight. And um, yeah, you shouldn't be watching this like I don't want it to be spoiled. This is not that type of entertainment. Mm -mm. Yeah.
1: No. Okay. I'm already feeling things. I
0: know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry to everybody else who's feeling things. We love you. Yes, and we're gonna we feel it. We're gonna feel it together. Mm-hmm. And if this episode is not the one for you, if you can't do turn this with us, off. turn it off. Turn it off. You don't have to listen to this if no, this is not your jam. Do not. You don't have to relive this. We we talked a bunch of shit earlier. We love you. And we'll see you next episode. Yeah, if is. this is if you're not fucking with totally this. Fine. If you wanna come back, if you wanna I feel like if you wanna skip ahead, probably at least the last twenty minutes we'll be talking about some other shit.
1: Yeah. Well put it in the show notes. yes The timestamps so you can know how to skip all of this and mm-hmm. get to the happy place again yeah okay yeah sounds good mm-hmm. okay
0: so surviving r kelly for anyone who doesn't know is a six-part docuseries it played over three days on um lifetime network and it will most likely repeat itself it if you will. haven't watched this yeah it it's will. gonna it's gonna it repeat it itself yeah um it was executive produced by dream hampton who is a black woman or black femme writer filmmaker cultural critic and hip-hop journalist um she has a long history in the industry she was around from the start of r kelly she was one of those she was in media at the time she was the first female editor of the source magazine she was a writer at vibe she um, helped write jay-z's book she's like been in it she's Mm -hmm. been in it and around for a long time so i think as far as people go she at least has the history to executive produce something like this yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: so that is surviving our kelly kind of roundup description um and i know that queen you i had a lot of feelings about it i know you had a lot of feelings about it a lot yeah so oh let's God. when did you i thankfully i was with my homegirls watching this i don't know if i could I was have home watched with it with my long, cat right
1: but i did have text buddies that's good while okay. it was happening which was helpful but for me it was like extremely triggering mm-hmm. because I have had similar sexual abuse background right. um being a teenager dating grown ass men mm-hmm. um so it was just like yo that happened yo i did that yeah. yo this it was like my life yeah. kind of on the tv not to the extent of these um women and girls because he obviously had way more money to right. orchestrate certain things mm-hmm. in ways that the men that ours. um He had more power to leverage. More power to leverage, but I think... Not power, because I think you can still have power on a... You can still have that amount of power even if you don't have that amount of money. But I think he was able to... Well, I guess power. But he was able to have way more players in the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, like... Um, the way it was orchestrated was like my family didn't know anything Mm -hmm. obviously but like there weren't lots of people who knew about me and this particular person that I'm talking about that I I think of Mm -hmm. even though actually like I think about it it's happened to me more than once Mm -hmm. but it was all because I was in my early 20s and I don't see it in that way but from seeing older woman in this um documentary too who were like of age but mm-hmm. still was like wait this is the same thing because right. that guy was still 10 years older than me and blah 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 blah. but um i don't know but just but just a lot to just see like how many adults are involved in this because even for myself so like just to give context me and a guy, we would, like, go to hotels and stuff to have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, my parents didn't know, and no people in the street probably didn't know that we were uh, having that type of, I don't want to call it a relationship, but I don't know what to call it. Okay. But you see me going to a hotel, you see this grown-ass man in a hotel, a hotel that's for fucking, why are you letting him get a room here?
0: and And this particular um situation with this particular guy that you're talking about, this was when you were were you were you under age yeah, okay
1: and seventeen but i've when I, was, when I was a teenager, I didn't look like my age I was like younger, okay, and then I never lied about my age although i want i want to say that most girls don't mm-hmm. um and even being younger, he actually lied to me about his age right. I said I was 17. He told me he was 28. He was actually 34. Okay. You know, so, like, stuff like that. But then I'm, like, watching this and seeing how many adults were involved. And it made me think, like, wait, there were adults, other adults besides him Mm -hmm. involved, too. Like, why do you see me at this store lingerie shopping with this grown-ass man? And we're interacting in the way we're interacting. And it's not, like... A problem or like something that you're like you know that the other adults around even if they don't know us they're not like interjecting in mm-hmm. so it's a lot of that I realized right. I guess that my situation was so isolated well not isolated but like there was still a lot of adults involved if that makes any sense okay
0: when you um when you talk about like going around and like shopping at Victoria's Secret and and being out- we
1: we were once literally in a sex shop okay buying shit okay i'm 17 yeah. clearly 17 because i'm like dressed like a 17 year old mm-hmm. in my jordans and shit mm-hmm. and he was an investment banker so he hasn't like a suit and shit right. like mm-hmm. we're you know like we're clearly yeah. not i'm clearly a child mm-hmm. fucking with this man mm-hmm. in a sex shop buying toys for us to use mm-hmm. like why is no one saying something right
0: when um when you all would be out and about and so when you talk about being in a victoria's secret or being in a sex shop did you ever remember feeling like people were looking or watching or judging no because i'm thinking of i'm thinking of um new york and how how a lot of us in new york there are a lot of us who see something and say something. There are a lot of us who see something and say nothing, but Mm. there's also like a lot of like nonverbal communication. That's like that we have here in this type of city Mm. being that so many of us like we're pedestrians. We're walking the street. It's a lot of more social contact and interaction than if you're like in a driving city or something like that. Yeah. So I guess I wonder if you experienced people perhaps looking and judging, but not commenting
1: i don't remember right to be honest but i don't if it did happen i wouldn't notice because i very tunneled vision okay anyway yeah. so if that did happen i didn't pick up on the cues mm-hmm. like at all but i've never had anyone kind of like say like anything mm-hmm. to us like we've literally like been in cabs and do, fooling around in the back of a cab and the cab driver just says nothing. Like, I'm literally doing the sex act mm-hmm. in the cab. Right. And I'm 17 with this grown man, mm-hmm. and no one is kind of like mm-hmm. interjecting. And it's just like, it's just crazy to me. Right. And I never thought about that stuff and looked at it that way because I always knew that what was happening. As an adult, in the moment I didn't think something bad was happening. Right. But as an adult, I always I always look back and was like, "Yo, that's crazy. This person, you know, whatever." Mm-hmm. But I didn't think about all the other people that kind of like, even though they weren't doing it on purpose, still kind of aided this thing right, who that was like was hap-
0: silently complicit yeah mm-hmm.
1: you know um because i'm watching this and i'm just like how do they not say anything how do they right. not say anything and then i realized wait there were people who were around mm-hmm. and even though they didn't know us personally they were not saying anything mm-hmm. and in like in the same way which is just like wow mm-hmm. so that was the part mostly that kind of just was like whoa like people don't give a fuck about black girls yeah. Like, wow, like I've always known that, mm-hmm. but to like know that these things were able to still happen to me because it was just like a fast ass black girl, mm-hmm. if they even read because I'm a black girl, if they even read me as a child, right, and all of these other things, right. you know it's crazy, but a lot of that is a lot of that realization is what came to me when I was watching the first two episodes of the mm-hmm. the docu series mm-hmm. yeah
0: what came to me like when you mentioned being seen perhaps as a fast ass black girl or a fast little girl or as fast or period or whatever i felt like there were i've had i felt i had this recurring feeling of because there were there were people who worked with R. Kelly who knew and were aware of what he was doing and what was happening. Yeah. We know that Th- those are just people who were, they were just complicit mm-hmm. and that's what it was. Yeah. And they showed up to film a documentary, perhaps not knowing how garbage they actually sound and how they should also be arrested when they yes. leave. Um, oh, So many people, yeah, everyone. Yeah. I yeah. never
1: watched a documentary. I wanted to fight every single person that yeah. spoke. Yeah, that Except was, for the survivors, obviously. Right. But. That was,
0: that was intense. Um, but sparkle for example Mm -hmm. who witnessed him engaging with his wife in a way that was abusive and toxic Mm -hmm. and basically said no that couldn't be me girl but she had seen him be abusive Mm -hmm. to his wife and it seemed like there's this recurring theme of people seeing him mistreat certain women but then also still feeling immune from that mistreatment yeah. from him, mm-hmm. and I think that it goes back to this this um, idea of uh, there are bitches and there are women, yeah. There are hoes mm-hmm. and there are women. There are fast little girls and there are good girls,
1: and there are abuse because abuse can happen to anyone, right? But thinking that that won't happen to me because of who I am, yes. like he's known to not be an abuser. Cause because that's a, that's a weak bitch yeah, over there. It's just, yeah, right. her personality or whatever about her is what warrants that. Mm-hmm. And that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And that is not even how abuse works. Right. Like, if you if you think about my personality or your personality, mm-hmm. you would not. Usually when I tell people about abuse that I have experienced, they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, like, it doesn't discriminate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. We've both been abused. Yes. Right. It, does, it, it doesn't discriminate, mm-hmm. you know? So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, and it makes it so easy to dismiss the abuse that's happening or that a man is doing anything to anyone because there's this idea that women are not human Mm -hmm. right you're either a queen or you're a hoe yeah you're either a um a bitch or you're a woman there's no different types of women are not given respect Mm -hmm. it's like you're supposed to respect men, and then women are supposed to earn respect. Or be yes, a, you have to be a certain type of woman mm-hmm. and shed certain conceptions of women in order to yeah, earn exactly. the respect of of like a human.
1: Yeah, and the reason why he's treating her like that, talking about um, Andrea Kelly, mm-hmm. is because of who she is, and mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with who he is.
0: Right, 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 and so. So much of that, which is also why uh, I know that your name is Queen, but there are also people who want to refer to us as Queen. Oh, Queen, so and so. Yeah, you know, you're a Queen, y'all are Queens, or whatever. And we shun that because if you're you're calling me a Queen because you recognize something in me that you have decided that you don't see in other people,
1: and you decided deserves like some kind of humanity, right? Know, some shit like that. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So you'll listen to what I have to say. Yeah. You'll fuck with me. You'll you so you'll see me as human. You'll value me i can be your home girl i can be your big sister i can be you know your friend or whatever because i'm a queen and i'm not like those other women yeah. or those other girls mm-hmm. so i know that not everyone who refers to us that way means that but that's that's kind of where it comes from and uh, i don't like
1: when people call me queen if they don't know me as queen right like if you just call me queen i'm kind of like you don't know me right You don't know that's what people call me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's just one of those things that's used to separate to separate women yeah and to say oh well you behave this way as a woman so this is how I'm gonna treat you so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna treat you in this bad way or whatever and it takes all responsibility away from the men in the situation and it's a part of why he was able to To do so much of what he did because the image yes the images you see you see a little girl with a grown ass man and it's like oh she's fast Mm -hmm. she this oh she's fresh she's fresh or she let this happen we're talking about children children. we're talking about and people have run around culturally for for um niggas that don't know because white people i'm not talking to you but you're welcome to listen Mm -hmm. for people who don't know you may hear an elder describe a young girl as fast Mm -hmm. or fresh or whatever and this could this could be young four-year-olds if they dress sorry just real quick if they dress a certain way if they're sexually curious Mm -hmm. about their bodies as children are if they imitate perhaps something that things that children do yeah you know and instead of teaching them out of that perhaps or educating them within that we decide we label these women as fast and it's one of those things that is never flipped for young boys or men ever
1: no he's it's it's actually preferred Mm -hmm. if he's not doing those things he might be gay
0: and don't nobody want that right (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. that was satire sarcasm for for new listeners okay
1: so yeah i don't know for me it was it was a lot it was a lot for me to watch i wanted to say that as far as like the fast girl thing all of us are fast like there's nothing that you do or say to be fast because like i was not considered a fast girl when i was Mm -hmm. growing up like my friends knew about my sexual stuff but adults didn't know adults didn't know that stuff like for the most part when it came to adults or people who could judge me in that way they just thought i was quiet Mm -hmm. and didn't even engage with boys like there was a period in my childhood where my mom actively would ask me if i was lesbian or ask me if i like boys because i just would not let any adult see that I did think sexual things or i did wanted to do sexual right. things like yeah you know i lost my virginity really young but to like my family they probably thought i was a virgin for a really long time mm-hmm. you know so it's like it takes nothing to be like that fast girl anyway mm-hmm. like you just breathe <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you're fast right you know? right
0: right right and yeah. and it's 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 similar to the ways in which black folks of any gender are treated by the hostile white society Mm -hmm. right so like you can be you can be a black guy who graduated from harvard and has a quote-unquote amazing job you can be a black guy who is a janitor you could be Unemployed. Mm-hmm. You could be a model citizen. You could be a degenerate. You're still going to be seen as a nigger and yeah, somebody who exactly. needs to be put in their place, taken care of and gotten rid of. So this, you know, there's nothing wrong with like achieving things to achieve things. But the idea that if I pull my pants up, if I dress a certain way, if I that 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 um, protects me from white violence is not the case. Mm-hmm. And that is the same situation for black women we have to deal with that same thing yeah right it doesn't yeah. matter how i speak it doesn't matter what i do hostile white society which we live in will still see me as a uh, angry black degenerate yeah. woman who needs to be taken care of mm-hmm. or whatever in addition to that men yes of all races mm-hmm. will still see me as fast a hoe something to be toyed with used abused underpaid Mm -hmm. undervalued not listened to disrespected regardless of whether i have weave in or not regardless of whether i am being overtly sexual or Or not, not regardless of whether i am a good girl or not regardless of um sometimes it's just how you're shaped mm-hmm. if you have breasts if you have yeah. a butt it doesn't matter, matter what you do nope. with those things so that yeah when you say like you're gonna be that you're gonna be seen yeah, as that I, regardless yeah, of what you, regardless you do of right what
1: i would like i know that i was actively suppressing those things when i was around adults mm-hmm. so that i wouldn't be the fast girl right you know so like it would it, it still happened anyway mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. that was just basically our point there.
0: yeah and i had an experience to where i growing up would try to like kind of desexualize myself Mm -hmm. i had not experienced any trauma or none that i guess i will allow myself to really think of as trauma whatever Uh but i hadn't really experienced any trauma but i was deathly afraid of experiencing trauma because i knew it was there i knew it existed Mm -hmm. i knew that men were dangerous and so i would desexualize myself whether it meant dressing in Ways that were not particularly like sexy or flattering or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. I would turn that on and off, or like be on my queen shit. Like, I was on my roster shit, like wearing, you know, dresses down to my feet or head wraps or whatever. Cause then I would be seen as like a queen or whatever. And then knowing that around the neighborhood to everybody, your five percenters, your whoever, I'm a queen, this, that, or whatever. But my this other person that I love, this other sister, my family who I love she's not yeah. so these same these same dudes on the block that would look at me and treat me a certain type of way yeah. would turn around and treat this other person who I love who I know is just as dope as I am yeah. because they dress a certain way because they talk a certain way turn around and be this ugly monster mm-hmm. these same men yeah. would turn around and be this ugly monster to this ugly this uh, this woman who is just different than me in mm-hmm. the way that we dress yeah. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and that is has so traditionally the blame of of the trauma to those women is always put on the women and how yeah. we have chosen to dress or do whatever instead of addressing the ways in which men, men behave yeah. men and young boys are taught to behave
1: mm-hmm. so um back to the survivor not kelly docu yeah. um, docuseries um so it basically starts with talking about his life and how he that's gonna read really well. He probably mm-hmm. has a learning, a learning disability that mm-hmm. no one ever addressed. And he was also molested and, and experienced sexual abuse and things like that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that as an excuse, I'm just saying that as, for context. Right. Um, and just to give you, an, just to let you know what happened in the documentary. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fast forward to when he like, the Leah mm-hmm. situation. So I remember being a kid and finding out this grown ass man married Aaliyah. But for me, honestly, it wasn't like, I knew it was wrong, but it wasn't weird. And I know it's because of my Islamic background. Mm -hmm. And older, old ass men be marrying young girls because you want to be able to have as many kids with this person as possible. That type of thing. Right. So although I knew it was gross, and in my family, that wasn't something that we did. My mother wasn't with that shit. My father wasn't with that shit. Mm -hmm. But I seen it and it wasn't like foreign
0: right I just want to tap in as somebody who was raised Christian like Mm -hmm. in storefront churches in like I'm from New York but like the folks in those churches had migrated from the south it was like heavy southern shit I just want to add that that is also not foreign amongst Mm -hmm. a lot of those they call them like holiness churches and shit I was raised Pentecostal apostolic or whatever that's like if you are an outsider i guess those may be considered the more extreme kind of um holiness or you know christian type churches yeah um and that was also while it wasn't something that was like maybe perhaps promoted Mm -hmm. it was something that happened and as long as you were not sinning beforehand and y'all got and married, married then it's fine. It okay. Right, as long as yes, it's, it's legal, exactly. it's fine. So mm-hmm. like, as long as, okay, you're 17, you're grown enough, papers are signed. If you're, whoever you're marrying or whatever, or your boyfriend is in their 20s, y'all are getting married, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You didn't quote unquote sin, it's fine. Yeah. So this is something that I have seen as well. And I think that sometimes things like this, we don't talk about because it's not on the books. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we exactly. don't talk about it like, yes, mad of us are culturally Christian because we grew up Christian and yeah. no one knew that was Christian and it's, and mad it's Christians it's, it's of, who's okay with this. Yeah, and yeah. A, it's, a,
1: it's, it's cultural. Yes. And um, that's why I wanted to say it that a right. lot, like even though we, even though we know that, like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. It's still something that culturally happens all the time. Yeah. So I can see I can see why, in this first insta- instance, when you first hear about R. Kelly mm-hmm. and this, you can kind of like graze over it yeah. because you've seen it happen before mm-hmm. and everyone grazes over it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like you've seen this manifest and everyone kind of like looks like, oh, and then they keep walking mm-hmm. type of thing. Although this should have been a red flag, it
2: mm-hmm. was not.
1: Yeah. Because culturally, this is something that we do and mm-hmm. we you know we're not addressing and we haven't been addressing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, for, with the Aaliyah and R. Kelly thing, um, if you don't know, they got married. She was 15 and he was 27. Um,
0: mm-hmm. and he, she
1: also was, like, his
0: protege, quote-unquote. I know,
1: I feel so uncomfortable saying that. Yeah. Um, and you could just, R. Kelly was very, he didn't hide anything he did. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of it is in a lot of his work. So, the album that he had for her, AJ, Nothing But A number. it's, yep. just like, all of this stuff where you just... It's just gross Mm -hmm. how much he doesn't even really hide. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, it was all right there. And a lot of the folks you see in the documentary who were, like, participating in media back in the day at that time, everybody who was there, like, people were there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People were there and the outrage was not there. Yeah, And i remember in my house we would get white right on was it right on or word up one of the magazines would come to the house probably both (laughs) probably both yes one of those magazines would come to the house and i remember a whole spread of r kelly this grown-ass man and this teenager Mm -hmm. um dressed alike and look you can tell when a picture is we're a couple instead of like like there's a way for a man to be filmed shot and photographed with a woman who is someone maybe she looks up to him Mm -hmm. or this is like my actual protege and not the woman who i'm raping you know what i'm saying there's a way for that to be filmed but that photo shoot was we're a couple who are probably having sex Mm -hmm. that's what that shoot was and people were there for that and i think there's this thing something that i feel like is not touched in the documentary is how much the acceptance of this was a part of the culture and so we try i felt like it was discussed about how bad r kelly was and how there were people close that allowed this to happen but i think it needs to be discussed that all of the media that was there. Yeah. It was like y'all are here, we're here talking about it now, but y'all were all there, there before. Right. Y'all and were there. Yes, and and like niggas that we know were there too. And mm-hmm. so like I just wish and that that's not accusatory, right? because it was a part of the culture that this is okay for men to behave this way and that women, it's okay for women to uh, be victims in this way. Mm -hmm. It was a part of the culture that that was okay. The same way that homophobia was a part of the culture as being okay. Transphobia, all these things, certain types of racism, certain types of white privilege, all these things were a part of the culture as being okay. And so... When we look back and we condemn what has happened, mm-hmm. I feel like we need to take responsibility and talk about the niggas that was there that saw yes. and let this happen. And we need to talk about that this was a part of the culture. So I I, I really do, I wish, and that's like, to, I'm gonna give an example. I'm gonna use us for example, okay. right? We have been, people have referred to us as being woke. Mm-hmm. People acknowledge that we are, um, for and about all black people from all walks of life, mm-hmm. trans, disabled, non binary, we fucks with everybody. That's mm-hmm. our mission, that's our goal. That does not mean that that's where we started. No. you know what I'm saying yeah. that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that that's where we started right now there are trans folks right now that I owe an apology yeah you know what I'm Same. saying Same. because Same. we are here because we learned we are here because we listened we are here because we, ma- we made mistakes mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that's how we got here and I I I wish that there was more discussion about the culture and how this was okay in society and how many people including those who were invited to be interviewed participated and were complicit in this
1: Mm -hmm. and so because they wanted to be a part of the industry because they wanted to be a part of white supremacist patriarchal capitalism Capitalism. in that way and they Mm -hmm. felt that A lot of, I don't know. It's like, it's as if they were mirroring what was already happening in the industry as far as whiteness is concerned. Mm -hmm. So this is just what it is. Right. You know, so if I want this job at this magazine, I have to just shut up Mm -hmm. about this. If I want this job at this record label, I have to just shut up about it. Like, in my body, this feels wrong. Mm -hmm. But I want this job and I want to be inside this industry. So I'm going to shut the fuck up.
2: Yeah. You know, and
1: that's like power over them. Mm -hmm. That I don't think that, A lot of people are addressing uh, uh, and aware of and pointing out.
0: That piece of it, but also there are people who in their body that's wrong today in their body that wasn't wrong to them mm-hmm. then you know what i'm saying yeah. there are people who they saw this thing happening then and they were like well i don't know that ain't my business you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. there are people who are like yeah well you know it'd be like that sometimes there are people who are, oh well you know she, this one is fast or she's old for her age or age ain't nothing but a number mm-hmm. which as they said in the documentary is a saying you know what i'm saying yeah, it that is,
1: that's is a, that a didn't thing. start with that album right that's a saying right right that Right? Is a saying.
0: yeah so there i feel there are people who were there who didn't see how wrong it was and how horrible it was and how heinous it was um or that him like when they talk about the sex tape
1: the rape tape the rape tape the thank rape you tape.
0: when they talk about the rape tape of him peeing on this little girl having sex with this little girl yeah. who was clearly a little girl who had a uh, prepubescent breasts you know yeah. what i'm saying mm-hmm. when that conversation happened it was about the peeing it was about the that he did this uh he's oh he's freaky he likes to pee on people as opposed to he's raping this little girl, girl. Yeah. right yes. so that was the whole conversation and it's a conversation that it, the media helped to construct mm-hmm. and twist it in that way yep. and it was what was most jarring to people because in society it didn't matter that he was having sex with a 14 year old girl and and physically i have seen the tape and i watched it years ago
1: Physically... Lots of people did. So it's not even...
0: Yeah, no, I just want to make sure people know that I have seen it. Physically, you can't look at that tape and not see a little girl. That's That was a little girl. She is nude and her breasts are budding. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They are not... Most people, whether you have had sex with women or not, you know what like breasts look like. Yeah. They're all over the place. Those, they were not like full grown breasts. So you can't look at that without seeing that. It's a child and people yeah. didn't,
1: people didn't care. It didn't matter to That's the thing that like, because I never watched the tape. So I didn't watch the tape because I didn't want to And I didn't have the verbiage then. I just knew I didn't want to watch it. But Mm -hmm. I think now as an adult, I think I just didn't want to victimize her more. And I knew I wouldn't want someone to see my tape if it just kind of just like came out. So that's why I didn't want to see it. Mm -hmm. And then because of her age, it made it like, ooh, why would I want to watch that? Um, Which for me, since you brought up the point of the peeing, Mm -hmm. like they, even in the docu-series, they had to like always talk about the pee. And it was like, everything was is disgusting and too much and far over the edge because this is a child. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the fact that he don't even have to have sex with her, the fact that he was interested in her that way, the fact that he was texting her, all of that stuff mm-hmm. is disgusting. Right. So, well, not texting. He wasn't texting back in those days. But, like, disgusting mm-hmm. to me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to talk about a person peeing on this child. All of that is disgusting yeah. to You know, like, I don't. So when I was watching it and they kept having to bring up the pee, I'm like, it was disgusting when it started. Mm-hmm. Before it even got to us seeing his tape and a sexual act, and the fact that they have to always bring up the pee to make it like this is crazy. Right. It's like no, it been it was it was it was mm-hmm. ridiculous before. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous when he looked at that girl and was like, this is someone that I'm going to have sex with. Like yeah. that's when it was ridiculous. Not when the pee landed on her body. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just, oh, I'm just watching it and I'm just like, if they say pee one more fucking time, that is not what makes this story and situation mm-hmm. like a ridiculous thing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It was it was irking the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. He could have not peed on her and I would be just as disgusted. Like what right. the fuck? Right. Oh, I got angry. Mm-hmm. So we didn't say what the rape tape was. was. Um, <laughs> yeah, so
0: um, the rape tape this this I think is the first no this is the second mm-hmm. he he fucking yeah. married Aaliyah but this is the second
1: um I guess this is when we start to realize a pattern
0: right a pattern and like the the horror for mm-hmm. some for some yeah. who yeah. pay who you know cared about black women and girls the horror of him being a pedophile and him being a rapist yeah and um so anyway there is a sex tape, tape. of sorry I'm sorry
1: I know everyone calls it a sex tape. right
0: yeah yeah it's
1: like that's not sex yep that is not I was on
0: Pornhub recently and there is a I didn't click on it but there is a R. Kelly sex tape um thing
1: it's not a fucking sex tape Mm -hmm. and why are you still circulating that what
0: I'm thinking because there were two tapes at the time what I'm thinking like there were two I guess cuts of it so like there is one that has that the old yeah the older okay. woman okay. in it who at the time when i saw it i couldn't back then when i was too young to be watching things
1: and no one um, should have been watching that no that was one sh- pornography. exactly that was child pornography
0: exactly no one should have been watching mm-hmm. that
1: shit no one should have been selling that shit yep. i'll just to give people context that was when people were still using vhs mm-hmm. And I remember being in Harlem walking around and people were walking around like R. Kelly sex tape. Like it was like, Mm
0: -hmm. oh. Yeah, yeah. So right, so at the time, um, the other woman or the only woman, right, who was in the sex tape is one of the survivors in Surviving R. Kelly. Um, And so at that time, she may have been of age, and by of age, I mean like 18. 18. Right, right, right. So when I was watching it, I didn't feel like I was looking at two kids. One of them was definitely like pre-puberty or like mid-puberty or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. A child, yeah. clearly. And then the other one was with the the girl, the woman. So I, 18, I yes. will say 18-year-old girl. So I think... I'm hoping... I did not click on that shit in Pornhub. I'm hoping that that's the one... That's
1: the cut the hair.
0: That's what I hope. Because I, I can't see them having the other one. It's I'm, obviously a little do, girl. They probably
1: Like, they would be yeah. not existing. Yeah, that
0: would be too much. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes they'll have, like, a search link. or And it <clears throat> and won't it even be that. Else, yeah, yeah, it won't even be. But I'll never know. Because mm-hmm. that's not why I'm on the uh, porn sites. At not all. There not there for, for that. that. But, um... Anyway, so it is r kelly who another thing that's interesting is like at the time that he could even say that's not me because people were still familiarizing themselves with like technology to an extent yeah you know when like do you know how expensive it would be at the time at least to forge his face in that way and nobody looks that much like that nigga like come on no nobody does Mm -mm. anyway it was him but yeah so it's basically r kelly he exchanges at the beginning of the video. He exchanges money with this little girl, mm-hmm. who was clearly a little girl. um I think at the time of the tape, she was fourteen, and then there are various sex acts performed. There's a time when she's like like winding up her waist, like dan. I guess she's supposed to be dancing sexy. I, if you and if you're fourteen. Um, your interpretation yeah of that. yeah so there was that which is strange and like this is a child he pees on her and uh, that's all that i remember mm-hmm. from the tape but there are various sex acts and it's it's a 14 year old girl yeah. in it so um and they're in this wooded room as they described on the on the show yeah, on the they're shows, in this like yeah. wood room which something else took place in that wood room that was on in media somewhere with r kelly and i'm like that's the room from the tape like Uh why are we even pretending that this is not him i don't know if it was like a cribs or it was something like mtv crib it was something Uh else where we see that room and i'm like do y'all not notice it's It's the the same same fucking room from the tape Mm -hmm. but anyway so that's the tape for people who don't know yeah rape tape
1: Mm -hmm. so that happens there's a trial for the the rape tape Mm -hmm. of which he gets acquitted yeah. The thing that stood out for me when they were talking about the case was that you see that jury member? Did yeah. you watch that episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he basically was like, I did I didn't like the way they talk, I didn't like the way they dress, so I I didn't I didn't
0: I didn't believe them. I didn't believe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't a- like
1: the way they look. I didn't mm-hmm. so I didn't believe them. I didn't listen to anything they said. Yeah. It was like and although a white we man. know yeah, it's a white man. Mm-hmm. Although we know no one listens to black women mm-hmm. it was just like wow. Mm-hmm. Like, wow! You ask the jury member why they let someone off for a crime, and that is their reasoning. Mm-hmm. Not like the bullet point whatever of evidence or da da da. I was like, I didn't, I, I didn't like the way they were dressed. Mm-hmm. I didn't no, like how they were talking. Nobody
0: likes how black women are dressed or how we're talking when it matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or how we look, and nobody believes us. He
1: had already made his decision. Yep.
0: Yep. So. That was disturbing.
1: Yeah, that shit was like, whoa. On site. Mm -hmm. On site, my nigga.
0: Yeah, so the white juror says this, and later on on Twitter, I was searching. I didn't watch, I I know you watched the whole series. I didn't watch the last two episodes, but I saw on Twitter they had a clip of Chance the Rapper talking about um, how he regrets working with R. Kelly and the way in which black women are disregarded we're mistreated and he because he felt like he didn't have enough evidence and didn't really you know believe what was happening he realizes that he didn't believe it because they were black women yeah. and he didn't believe what black women had to say and he says this the clip that i saw he's talking to jamila lemieux who was also one of the people who were interviewed and featured in the documentary um
1: and also i think it's important to know that they're from chicago right This is really important to know that Mm -hmm. they're from Chicago. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's a different kind of feeling and connection with R. Kelly Mm -hmm. um, versus maybe other black people from other cities. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. And he says it in this very introspective way Mm -hmm. that he realizes that and, and he's among amongst a shitload of stars and celebrities and people throughout the industry who have worked with him and mm. not like thought anything of it. Yeah. And so to see him there being introspective about what he did and and why he did it. And he says it in a way to me that elicits like, He's remorseful yeah. for it, mm-hmm. and he's not sugarcoating why. Mm-hmm. You know, there are other people who would sit there and be remorseful and say, "I don't know why." You know what I'm saying? We, we saw those people
1: in the documentary. Hello, we saw all up and through the all up and through, through the whole docu series. I don't know why, don't know. but you know, you know, this
0: happened. I watched yeah. the whole thing, and exactly. I don't know why.
1: There were actual parents mm-hmm. in the docu series mm-hmm. who like still let their daughter work with him, right. and they're now in. Wrapped up in his shit now mm-hmm. to this day. Yeah, um, that was a part of that I, I I can't grasp. I'm usually try to like understand things. Mm-hmm. I don't have um I don't have children, and I didn't have parents who were my parents just thought everybody was out to get us. Right. So we ain't trust nobody, and that's the kind of space that I come from. Um, I can't imagine my parents. Trusting R. Kelly with my career Mm -hmm. after all of these years of like, shit. Yeah. Like. Well,
0: those girls were fast, and that's not gonna happen to my daughter because I do blah blah blah. blah.
1: I do like on yeah. That's what they were saying. Mm -hmm. It was like no, not my daughter. And I do like that for some other parents who was on there whose daughters are still the daughters who are still. And this horrible situation with R. Kelly, Mm -hmm. Um, two of the families had dads there. So I appreciated seeing that only because usually they like to say that um, part of our fastness, part of us like chasing these older men is because we're looking for father figures Mm -hmm. and there's something missing and there's this void we're filling and all of this stuff that is not fucking true. These Mm -hmm. are families who had... Fathers, whatever. I grew up with a father. Mm-hmm. This, this this thing still happened to me. Right. All of that shit is not what it is. An abuser is an abuser. Mm-hmm. And we have to do these things to fucking eliminate abusers from abusing people. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking about this stuff from the wrong direction. right? Like, no. These were two-parent homes with dads who felt like in quotations not my daughter Mm because i'm here you know whatever whatever you can't fathers you also cannot just you can't protect your child from an abuser in that way if an abuser is an abuser we have to do stuff about abuse abusers that's that's what it is Mm -hmm. like so when i saw the dads there i'm like okay this is good because i need them even though they didn't they didn't make that point and say that visually you can see because usually it's always that the girl is lacking something Mm -hmm. because a man wasn't in her life so she's trying to fill that void that's usually the narrative and that shit is not true like i'm like living proof Mm -hmm. that that's not what it is
0: and there's so much um when we like how we talk about how folks always want to like rehabilitate black communities as if we don't have anything and there's no value there. Mm -hmm. There's always this thing like oh well there's no fathers so we gotta make sure you know that actually they don't do this with women as much as they do with men. Like Mm -hmm. we gotta make sure these men have fathers. They don't do this like initiative to make sure that there's like male guidance in like a little girl's life it's always kind of blamed on her yeah I'm about to say like oh but she's blamed for not having a father right right and so now you're out here wilding because you yeah, didn't cause have you a have dad a so yeah. what you gonna do about it then you got daddy issues that kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah anyway um back to chance real quick yeah. rolling stone so i i guess because i didn't watch the last two episodes so this this clip of him being interviewed by jamila is in the documentary yeah right? it's
1: really really short it's not like okay
0: a, i think the clip that i saw is a is perhaps a little bit of a longer Um, version of that conversation Mm -hmm. it was short but um i don't know it may have been longer than what was featured in the documentary but rolling stone used Uh, kind of paraphrased or shortened the quote from that Mm -hmm. and kind of said he worked with R. Kelly because he didn't believe Believe in black women. It's just, it's taken so much of the context is taken out of that. And I feel like to really get that, you need to see him say it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It can't, unless you include the full passage, you can't just take a snippet from that because it sounds like he says it without fully understanding what that means or that it was just a simple, cause he says it, that's the thing is that people don't, we know we have been saying as black women that people don't believe us. Mm -hmm. And people think that it's, it's, that we're saying that black men and people are intentionally, even though it is intentional, but that they are consciously saying, I don't believe black women. So these are black women saying this, I don't believe them. When that's not what we're saying white supremacist patriarchal capitalism is so sinister that it's people out here who are harming themselves and their communities without knowing exactly, I am not believing black women blindly. I I am not, I don't believe black women. And I treat other, if we're talking about men to men, I treat other black men in the ways in which a hostile white society treats other black men. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I see young men who are dressed in a way that I don't approve of, I treat them in the same ways in which white folks treat them. I look at them with the same hostility or whatever. So there are people who are mistreating each other treating each other with hatred and don't even know this is where it comes from and this is what I'm doing. So when Chance says I didn't listen to them because they were black women. He says this after reflecting on, okay, why did I do this thing? Mm-hmm. Let me think about it. Chance in the moment was like wasn't thinking, "Oh, that is, i'm looking at a black woman i'm not listening to her you know what i'm saying yeah. he could have been thinking i don't like how she's dressed i don't like how she said that or that's just some these bitches stuff is fast. these young these, these bitches, bitches are fast. fast they're this they're that they or whatever.
1: wanted it um, right. a lot of times especially when, when it comes to this particular kind of abuse
2: mm-hmm. because
1: we see rape as this like man jumping out the butches, or we see abuse as like the 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 nasty uncle who molests blah blah, blah 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 we don't generally talk about these older men mm-hmm. with um kind of like we said earlier in the episode like it's culturally even though we know it's not right it's still in our culture for these older men to be dating these younger girls mm-hmm. we've seen it we've all seen this and no one has reacted in ways that says that this is wrong mm-hmm. so you think that that is normal yeah. so it was like they they just want to date R Kelly probably mm-hmm. you know yeah. rather than this man is only dating teenagers mm-hmm. let's look at that mm-hmm. of course I wanted to date Nas when I was like 10 right Nas ain't want to fucking date me mm-hmm. <laughs> right you know and that's the fucking difference mm-hmm. like you know, like, oh gosh. Yeah. But I think it's, it's, it's a lot of that. Um, you just, oh, well, you know, you look at a black girl, one, you don't believe her, and two, was like, she wants it. Mm-hmm. This is what she and
0: wants. And it's so steeped in our culture that we don't believe black women that we have been saying that people don't believe us. And when Chance said he didn't believe black women, there are niggas on the social media, there are niggas on Twitter who are like, wait, what? People who we know don't believe black women were like, Chance said he don't believe in black women. That's crazy. How are you going to say I that? When like, okay, are you listening to what he's saying? He said he made a decision, right? And thought about why he made this decision and came to that conclusion. So if black women have been saying people don't believe us, and we are usually talking about those who we love and those who are closest to us, which is black that men, man. right? Our fathers, our brothers you know, black them, yeah. black men in, our, in lives our lives don't believe us, okay? Why is it so shocking to hear somebody reflect on what they have done to harm black women and discover that, oh shit, it's because I didn't believe black women.
1: It's the same way in which your friend can acknowledge that he's trash.
0: Exactly, exactly. And you can't believe and you're so shocked that a black man said this about black women. We've been telling you, black women have been saying that this happens. You know what I'm saying? And I think that people are reacting to the fact that, like, he said it out loud when, like, we know that half the men on there saying, Oh my God, I can't believe he said that, or I can't believe he would think that. We know that half of them are not listening to us don't believe us when we say things they think we're exaggerating yeah. there are men who don't believe their wives you know what i'm saying yeah. just because it's built into the culture not to believe or trust yeah. black women or that we are exaggerating or that that whole angry black woman stereotype yes. we're just out here you can literally angry for no reason yes we're well, just out here yeah. breathing you breathe and you're angry angry because we're seen as these monsters we are demonized in the same way in which white folks look at a black man and they see a monster they see black women and they see See a a monster monster. black men look at black women and and they see see a monster monster. you know what I'm saying that's all that Chance was saying out loud the things that the best of men the best of black men
1: actively do and live yes and manifest yes
0: yes, and don't say it out loud because you haven't done the introspection yes okay but then you want to hop on twitter and you want to point fingers so that you can get a retweet retweet and you can you know make some great thread or fucking twitter thesis or whatever I haven't seen any
1: of those thank god
0: well yeah I saw some of those and um you haven't done your own like reflection I follow can't
1: write I'm joking (laughs)
0: that's funny um you haven't done your own like real introspection into okay black women have been saying that nobody believes them okay in what ways am i participating and contributing to this and who are they talking about you know what i'm saying chance though we know that he can be respectable and problematic he is very young that's- and he is overall, generally speaking, a good guy. And he's
1: doing, honestly, it's like, I'm not giving him no cookies sure. for none of that shit. Right. But he's actually doing more work than y'all motherfuckers. Because right. he actually was able to see that shit. Well, out that, but
0: even before that, generally speaking, people see Chance and they see a good guy, mm-hmm. right? Even if they don't agree with some of the stuff he does or says or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So if a good guy can come and admit and say that, okay, this is the flaw, this is like what I've been doing, I don't know. I just feel like people are um they're just being fake it's fake and it's phony and it's just further proof that nobody listens to black women
1: no one listens to black women but honestly uh, people are just trying to be on the right side of history you've been on the wrong side of history for i don't know 30 Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. i'm horrible with 20 years 25 years you've been on the wrong side of history Mm -hmm. and now that um, more things are revealing themselves, and that honestly, black women are navigating a lot of these conversations that we have now because social media is allowing us. You're mm-hmm. trying to scramble to be on the right side of right. history, and it's like, no motherfucker, too late. Yeah. Like you can't just jump on this side. You gotta fucking do the work too. You're not mm-hmm. like you're not gonna still benefit from black women's labor in this way. No, mm-hmm. like nah,
2: right.
1: that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like no. Mm-hmm. See you, Dame Dash. No, yeah. like don't. That's
0: another thing. Don't scramble. Don't just be quiet. Yeah, just be quiet and observe. You don't yes. have to. If you have, you've been quiet all these years. You all don't have to say something years. now. You can
1: stay quiet yeah. and listen. You can yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. You do that. Yep. They not though. Yep. <laughs> I wanted to know there were certain people in the documentary that I didn't understand why were in the docuseries. series, mm-hmm. like. Charlemagne, yeah, um, who is has admitted to rape, mm-hmm. who is very violent mm-hmm. to black women. Right. I did not understand whose idea that was. Mm-hmm. For me, it felt this is a subject that you have to take a lot of care in mm-hmm. talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to sexual abuse, it is so common that you're literally going to be, like, kind of touching everyone who's watching mm-hmm. type of thing because yeah. sexual abuse is so rampant and fucking common. You have to handle that shit with, like, care. Mm-hmm. How do you not understand why this person should not be in a space? I think that,
0: I think, unfortunately, the with the, the limited ways in which a lot of people don't understand that like racism is more than like a white person calling me nigger. You know what I'm saying? It's institutional. There are layers. There are microaggressions, which are actually macroaggressions. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't understand the layers of that, and that includes black people. You know what I'm saying? I think that a lot of folks even though quote-unquote well-meaning folks do not understand the layers of this abuse, do not understand the layers of marginalization of Black women and Black femmes, do not understand that just because Charlemagne, just because there's not a tape of Charlemagne beating on somebody Mm -hmm. or raping someone, just because there's not video footage of that doesn't mean that for all the years that he has been participating in media, he has not for most of his time on air been degrading black women, been separating and dividing black women into categories of who he can disrespect and who is worthy of his respect. Charlemagne does not love black women. Charlemagne hates black women. Charlemagne has proven his hate for black women notoriously and repeatedly on the air. Charlemagne decides which black women are worthy of his respect. Which black women are worthy of being treated as human? And this is before we even knew that he was a rapist. That he was a rapist. Right.
1: This is before. But then it's like, I think that when it comes to creating content and creating content, that is also something that. I, it's it's like you're creating content and. And also, within his docuseries, you saw that they were trying to kind of like teach you certain things about abuse mm-hmm. and these things. Right. Um, I would think that you would like probably vet people to be in that space and rather just being like, this is a popular media person because we're talking about a heavy subject. Like right. I don't get how you don't, I don't get how you are a media person and a seasoned media person mm-hmm. and you don't look into the things that are happening now with that person? You know what I mean? Like, right. because Dream Hampton did issue an apology for having him in there, but she's like, I hadn't seen those old cheats that that y'all are talking about. I hadn't known about this case and I didn't know about these things. You are a seasoned media person mm-hmm. who knows to like look into things. Yeah. How do you do something that is about sexual abuse and shining light on lots of things that people don't know about sexual abuse Mm -hmm. and don't do research or figure out who the fuck you're gonna have sitting in the seats talking to people about these things. That is careless, Mm -hmm. that's careless. Like, what the fuck? You are a media person. This is like what you do. Mm -hmm. You pay someone to be like, what's going on with Charlamagne right now? What's Mm -hmm. going on with Joe Budden right now? I was so upset seeing Joe Budden say whatever, two lines. He wasn't like in the documentary, yeah. it was like a clip of him. I I don't wanna see those vile men that I know contribute to that culture in a fucking docu-series about surviving R. Kelly when I know there are women surviving these motherfucking men. Like, why would you do that? That shit mm-hmm. is fucking irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so, like, I was already upset because of everything and because of all of the triggering pieces happening for myself. But then the see them pieces of shit towards the end of that was like, yo, do you actually care? Or was this just about, like, TV? Right. Mm-hmm. Gross. Right. Disgusting. Oh, it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. I, I hate, I hated that. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You don't do that.
0: Hmm. When I heard, um, cause again, I didn't watch those last two episodes. When I heard that they were in it, I assumed that they were there for the same comedic relief that Bruce Kelly was in it for. So I didn't think we were supposed to take them seriously
1: they shouldn't have been in there like Bruce Kelly is a nobody who has mm-hmm. no influence on anybody or none of that Right. that is there because he's R. Kelly brother he could have mm. been the enemy of the whole docuseries I did not need to see Charlemagne mm-hmm. Joe Buttons Ebro I didn't need to see none of the yes. motherfuckers in there for what what was that adding mm. it didn't add shit like mm. I don't understand why that was there I don't understand why you didn't even look into especially if it's something where it's viral R. Kelly it's about abuse between men and women you better make sure you fucking vet the men that's gonna be on that shit like mm-hmm. duh that's like one-on-one like what the fuck mm-hmm. like how are you that irresponsible i don't i don't get it but that's the i other, don't get it I do think, you really care about black women yeah i
0: think that's also like the detachment piece kind of what i was talking about before like dream hampton was there you know what i'm saying they were all there for this and this kind of acceptance of this behavior was a part of the culture. And for mm-hmm. for a lot of people who see that R. Kelly is a monster, they don't see the ways in which this type of behavior mm-hmm. is this is behavior that happens in everyday life you know what i'm saying like he because of the success that he has because of the financial power that he has because of the social influence that he has he has been able to have people around him that help him get away and get farther in his abuse he's that been others able to
1: evolve right he's been incubated yes. so long that he's been yes. able to evolve how he abuses exactly these women. like if you look at the whole docuseries mm-hmm. each episode you see the evolution of yes. a fucking sexual abuse User, mm-hmm. and it's like insane right. and because he was incubated in this fucking ecosystem of fucking fuck shit mm-hmm. he was able to keep this going to the point where he now knows he'll date 18 year olds because now they're legal mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i'll still you know like it's just yeah. like
0: there are there are everyday men who exist amongst us who are just as sinister who will never incubate to that level and who we will not recognize and acknowledge as monsters within our community Mm -hmm. because they have not incubated to that level. I know that you and I will acknowledge it. I know that there are other black women who will acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. I do not know that many of the people who were interviewed in this documentary will acknowledge the monsters that live amongst us Mm -hmm. and those within our community Who we should be, who we see it from the door, but people don't acknowledge it because Mm -hmm. rape to a lot of people, you still have to be hit over the head and dragged down the block for someone to acknowledge Mm -hmm. this is a rape, this Mm -hmm. is inappropriate behavior, this is abuse, this is harassment. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think that a lot of um, people who participated in this documentary, whether I, I can't say for sure that this is what Dream Hampton was on when she decided to not properly vet these um, popular uh, black male media heads who mm-hmm. participated in this documentary I don't know if she was on that shit but there's this element of she did not see them hit anyone over the head and rape them even though we know that they have been violent with their words mm-hmm. towards black take away all the actual we know
1: that Joe Budden allegedly beat hit his ex to a miscarriage even if even if I don't know if that's affirmative, you're not right. going to be in my.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Your face is not going to be in my documentary mm-hmm. about people surviving abuse. Right. If there's a rumor right. about you beating a woman into a miscarriage, mm-hmm. no motherfucker, right. you're not going to be in my shit. We don't need that. That's not going, that's yeah. not, there's no place for that here. Mm-hmm.
0: Just to, um, I don't think, Ebro doesn't have anything that's legal that's happened against him correct
1: not that I I don't know anything about him okay I just didn't want to see him either
0: right yes I will say I also I didn't I mean I didn't have again I didn't see those last two episodes Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't need for him to be there (laughs) just based on things that he has said um, in around and about black women I think that when it comes to um, Charlemagne and Joe Budden I I think that he's a bit smarter than them in that regard Um, but I also could do without seeing his face in the same way I could do without seeing Wendy Williams' face. Yeah, I
1: don't know why she was... I think within when... Um, well, Wendy Williams was all throughout the docuseries. Yeah. Um And I believe... What's the one that everyone loves? Tom Joyner? No. Um. So maybe that was later. Maybe... I, that was later But okay. Tom Joyner was in it too And uh, it seems as though In that little space Where they showed Charlemagne And then they showed The clips of Joe Budden And Ebro mm. um, It seems as if They was trying to do Like some kind of Male media redemption shit mm. And it's like That's not That's not where They really, don't Don't do that here Okay Like um, Cause Tom Joyner was He did say that He like Kind of doing a blind eye and still playing his music and still whatever. I'm I'm kind of condoning the thing, so that's kind of what like opened that. And then you kind of see clips of like Charlemagne and then Joe Budden and Ebo saying like, yeah, you know, R. Kelly's rapist, you know, like that kind of stuff. I don't know. I didn't need that media redemptions piece. Like that's for them to like mm-hmm. do on their own. Like yeah. this is about survivors. Right. This is about these women. This is mm-hmm. about explaining to us the systematic ways. Um, the organized crime Mm -hmm. that R. Kelly is doing and why we need to mute him and why he needs to be like out of the paint. Um, And I do get like the, I don't know, I just felt like explaining all of the pieces that help incubate this made sense. I didn't need to hear their redemption in -hmm. that space. Like, I don't know, it seems as if she was trying to let the men say sorry. I don't know. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like it because I don't remember a clip of Winnie Williams saying that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Was, I don't know. It's just...
0: Yeah. Who has been notorious for being a, a victim blamer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, is also a victim of uh, rape, rape and sexual yes. violence herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but also a... Within the industry also. Yeah. A victim blamer. Yeah.
1: hmm Okay. Yeah. So, I found it interesting that there's no mention because they do a lot of um, connecting the music of the time with the abuse that he's doing at the time mm-hmm. um, and also connecting what is going on within his incub- incubator and what we're seeing in the world so mm-hmm. this is happening in the incubator but this is when he puts out I believe I could fly this is what happened in Berlin, this is, you know whatever mm-hmm. but they g- skipped over best of both worlds best of sorry um, which was like at the time like a big thing mm-hmm. and I know they skipped over it because Jay-Z and Dream hanson's relationship with Jay-Z so I why are you protecting that and I don't
2: mm-hmm.
1: maybe because that's your friend but it's like are we like getting R. Kelly out the paint and addressing all nah. are we doing this or nah yeah, yeah like are we yeah are we doing this or nah like mm-hmm. what is it like no mentioning of that at all mm-hmm at all yeah like at all like at all it's huge jay-z is the
0: is is the biggest rapper alive
1: yeah also a groomer but we're not getting into that Mm -hmm. and you skip over the fact that he collaborated with jay-z and Mm -hmm. i'm sure there were some things that you could connect in a way that you connected when he did the song for um, Michael Jackson, when he did the mm-hmm. song for this person, the way in which you did that to navigate the story and bring us down this path to to realize while he's producing this move, this music that connects with people in his way, he's still mm-hmm. being this monster. Yeah. How do you graze over that whole period of time? Mm-hmm.
0: There was a tour and everything.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a big thing. Yeah. But we know why you did because Jay-Z mm-hmm. is your friend. So like. Is we doing this or what? Mm-hmm. Like, is you real or not? Yeah. Are we, like, talking about all the moving parts of this R. Kelly organized crime, human trafficking thing or mm-hmm. not? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. So, that annoyed me. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah. That was just, like, I was, when it was over, I was like, wait, what happened to her? Mm-hmm. Then I remembered, she's friends with Jay. That's your friend. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So... That annoyed me, and I don't know if a lot of people realize that. So I just wanted to make sure I pointed that out mm-hmm. here, because can't be doing that. You can't, <laughs> you can't be yeah, doing you can't,
0: that. You can't be doing that. You can't. You can't be doing that. And I think that the same way in which, for us at least, the white friends that we have left, we challenge them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yes. You're the not, white friends. You're not about to be around me. The men, and the black
1: men in yes, our lives. Yes. The straight people in our lives who are,
0: you Garbage. know, like yes. Mm-hmm. We challenge them you know and and we allow people to challenge us and we're open to that Mm -hmm. and you you gotta challenge your friends you know what i'm saying and and i i feel like perhaps she has challenged him privately but but this was uh too big not to mention too
1: big and i feel like they're totally omitted because you
2: could
1: say it and jay-z doesn't have to be a part of it at all right you can say that this album happened and because mm-hmm. da, 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 da. that's the other thing
0: we were all there yes. okay all of us are are have been many most of us many of us have been complicit in this yes you know what i'm saying all
1: of us anybody who I, was alive for there the was, r kelly's albums after the rate or whatever tape, there are songs that i still dance to yeah. and like i would never at this point now right but after the rate tape it was still because people still fucked with him for years yeah Mm -hmm. i fiesta fiesta you know i I have yeah you know because there was like media amnesia one and then two we live in a rape culture ass world Mm -hmm. that it was just like
0: not that big a deal not
1: you know eventually Mm -hmm. the shock roll off yep Yep. so we get that and we're not we're not like holding people to that standard Mm -hmm. we didn't stop as soon as Aaliyah got No, down. absolutely we didn't not. not as soon as that retake right. came you, out.
0: You and I, for example, you and I have been, it's been fuck R. Kelly for us for years. Yes, you years, know, For years. years. However, it wasn't fuck R. Kelly as soon as it should have been. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, we were still like fucking with a lot of that yes. music back in the day. So,
1: that weird cupboard thing or the, the closet. I was still shit. like looking at it like, the Fuck with that doing? heavy. Yeah, like fucked this is that silly and ridiculous. Lo- you know,
0: I love a silly good time. Okay. I was like, oh, this is shenanigans. But we shouldn't have been fucking with R. Kelly. We shouldn't And have. I think that that's the piece of it that's missing is that like communal responsibility.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that lack of discussion about like, you know, like, rape culture and that we all were there for all of this Mm -hmm. and we did not hold him accountable as a community and so many the worst of us are still like well he wasn't charged you know what i'm saying knowing that the criminal justice system is fucked up and a mess and like this is when we believe them okay
1: annoying yeah. Yes, so we did get a chance to interview one of the founders of Mute R. Kelly, um, Kinyet Tisha Barnes. Um, that is on episode one fifty-three, Mute R. Kelly. Those are one of the ways that we can stop R. Kelly. Yeah. The judicial system we know ain't shit. He already got off on something, so it's probably adds to him feeling invincible and like mm-hmm. he can do whatever he wants. But if we can Dry up his well of money, mm-hmm. this system that he's created to help him be such an abuser and abuse the amount of women he is. I, to- I honestly don't think it will make him 100% stop. Right.
2: Um.
1: He has to be in prison for that. Mm-hmm. He will still probably abuse someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the terrain mm-hmm. on the amount um, in a way of which he's doing that can be... Shr- shrunken right, um, right
0: for anybody who doesn't know um, hashtag Mute R. Kelly is an organization that aims to like boycott all of his shows any live appearances yeah. um, so they organize in every city
1: yeah and they protest at concerts and things yep. like that they also have gotten spotify to spotify still plays his music but mm-hmm. you have to like look for it it's yeah. like not on any of their downgraded like, like yeah. the access
0: to his music yeah mm-hmm. like you
1: would have to accurately search and look he won't right. just pop up in your shit mm-hmm. i feel like lots of streaming services to do that mm-hmm. but i think that it is also up to us to not engage or partake in anything R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Jay and Queer Walk in a group chat earlier and I was like we literally we have to look at all the artists he worked with too yeah. um, in order to make that well as dry as possible. Because mm-hmm. even like watching it when I realized because earlier in the I was going to sing a song that was Michael Jackson, but now Mm -hmm. I know R. Kelly wrote that shit. And now I know what that song is connected to Mm -hmm. based on the abuse of one of his survivors. And like, fuck that shit now. Um, But I think it is important to know artists he's worked with Cause he's still gonna get money right in those ways. Um, so like literally, mute R. Kelly like in mm-hmm. every way possible. Like, don't stream his shit. People get money from streaming. So, if you play it on Apple Music, he's getting money. If you pay yeah. it on Tidal, he's getting money. Um, even if you play it on Pandora, I think they're, they're getting money. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't stream this shit, don't engage in this shit. Um, if I think that if enough people stop playing it, then it won't go to different generations Mm. so like there are kids who could not know who R. Kelly is right which would be good Mm -hmm. (laughs) which would be great so that we could stop stepping in the name love Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear that in the cookout no more no get that shit out of here turn it off fuck Mm -hmm. but um yeah so that's Mute R. Kelly you can um listen to our interview episode 153 we will have the link for that in our show notes it's a good episode Mm -hmm. um and then you can get more information about Mute R. Kelly and how they started why they started well we know why they started mm-hmm. but you know more information
0: mm-hmm.
1: there. are so jay yo do you want to get into news is that news
0: yes i like that you're smiling yes. we're gonna take a deep breath
1: <sighs>
0: all right we hope you took one with us yes we love you and yeah thanks for hanging out with us yes okay all right In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor, In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you News That's Not News. News that should be news, but it ain't news, because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not news. Yes, let's get into news that's not news. Okay. So news that's not news for anybody who doesn't know is when we highlight a news story that perhaps has not been talked about in the mainstream news cycle or it has and hasn't been talked about in a way that we would talk about it.
1: Yeah, because we popping.
0: That's right. But this week, I wanted to make sure that we found something that was light as hell because I knew that we were going to be doing this. Talking about abuse and shit, yeah, and um, that hits all of us. So let's lighten this shit up.
1: Lighten
0: it up, hey. So this week's news—that's not news story. Actually, um, I saw very smart brothers talk about this, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, this is cool. So this organization called scully is partnering up with. Oh, I know Grownish. Yeah,
1: I talk my shit when I bought right,
0: <laughs> so they're partnering with Grownish to help you pay off your student loan debt
1: oh sure that's I don't right have none but i would use it me
0: neither thank god so you could have up to 105 one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars worth of your student let loan debt paid that's off fucking lit it is so all you have to do is go to their website um my com backslash grownish we'll put the link to that in the show notes mm-hmm. And the form doesn't look particularly complicated, so you fill out that stuff, tell them like you know your name and all those details with what your loans are, whatever, and then they'll get back to you if you're being considered as somebody who they'll like give their money to, whatever. Wow. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, Scully is like an app or a website that you can like subscribe to. I think for like three dollars a month, mm-hmm. and you can search i don't know if it's a database or i don't know how the shit works but they'll basically let you know of all the scholarships that are available for you okay um, for schooling and shit so Got that's it. what they do
1: well, i remember that well it wasn't called i remember a website like that when i was in high school it was mm-hmm. called fast web Oh, okay. I do all the things. Cool. Look for all the I like
0: that the word web was in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so yeah, old school. That's back funny. In a day. Yeah. And so Scully was founded by uh this black guy and a white guy, even though on the <laughs> on the website, the way they have the like about me page and like who are we set up, uh-huh. they have the co founder, the white guy's picture is like the last one at the bottom. Of course. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm um but anyway so it's black people involved in this which i enjoy yeah and um check it out yo get you some money good yeah, luck because that's what we're here we're here for the, yeah. the good vibes the good energy Sending and the good you some good ju-ju. that's right yo try and get that shit paid off yeah. so i also have the link i'll have the link to the very smart brothers article about this in the show notes because i think panama knows one of these guys mm-hmm. and kind of asked some questions and did some research to like vet it a little bit gotcha. and make sure they weren't on some bullshit mm-hmm. so i'll put the link to that in the show notes as well
1: Oh, let me think of this guy. He's the fuck.
0: Okay. Let's get into pay black women. Yes. Because I like to pay black women.
1: I do too. All right. Give me your fucking money.
0: Queen. Yes. Can you tell the people what our pay black women segment is? So,
1: pay black women is a segment where we give a black woman owned or indigenous woman owned business money mm-hmm. or a black woman or indigenous woman organization. Or just a black woman or indigenous woman that needs money. That's right. For whatever reason, they need the Mm -hmm. money. And Um, we
0: are not personally giving out money.
1: No, we have. We know they need it. Yes. So we use our platform to present it. Tell them. And who wants to give? They give.
0: That's right. And sometimes we actually do personally give. But that's not like what this segment is. Yeah
1: okay so cool. what is the pay black woman this way week? this week's the pay, first one of 2019 yes
0: so, this week's so. pay black women is also light and dope and cute and Great. fun and special I that. I yes that. it is adorned by chi and that's Let my
1: love don't
0: okay Sorry. that's all right and that's adorned <laughs> by <Sorry>. adorned <laughs> adorned by chi Um, That's C-H-I dot com. And it is a lifestyle brand for misfits and magical girls. They're on Instagram at adornedbychi. And I feel like they're most what I have noticed the most, the most, they have this t-shirt that says black and proud, but black is written like in the Barbie letters. Yeah. Um, And then it says "and proud, like Mm smallly underneath, like how Barbie says like Barbie by Mattel. Like the Barbie font. Yes, 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 yes. And it's pink. There's like a lot of, a lot of their colors are pink and like pastel blues and stuff. They have stuff um, for men. There's a guy on the website wearing a shirt that says, I like bread. So it's just like (laughs) (laughs) I like bread too, my man. Okay, I I like Opa bread. (laughs) Yes, I like bread too, yo. So I like I like a lot of the messaging. Messaging on the shirts Mm -hmm. it's black as fuck, but it's also like light. And I think that we need a lot of like light stuff because Mm -hmm. we deal with a lot of heavy stuff.
1: Yeah, a lot of our (laughs) T-shirts. Or heavy. Be heavy. Yeah, they be heavy. Heavy as fuck. Heavy. <laughs> like this is a t-shirt I'm supposed to be casual wear. Heavy. Why is I feel like it'd my t-shirt is yelling at people? Too
0: heavy.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> it be too heavy. Heavy
2: as fuck. Yeah, yo.
0: like don't like relax. You yeah. know. Um. So yeah, I like that. They have shirts that say black on them, but they're like written in pretty letters. Mm-hmm. They have the Barbie one. They have another one that says black that's written in a cute like script or something. Yeah. Um, they have magical girl shirts and magical guy. And those are like pink and dark pink. Just super cute shit. They mm-hmm. have one that says, I think one of my favorites is sold out right now, but it says, so goth, I was born black. That's mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. Just like cute fun shit for gothy folks for people who still consider themselves weirdos oh, these said shirts. Gothy. i'm like what's a gothy? Goth,
1: said
0: gothy 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 um so goth <laughs> i was born black <laughs> uh they have a t-shirt that says black and strange just fun cute shit mm-hmm. yo fun cute shit they have one that features a black wednesday from the adams family oh
1: really That's it, cute. One, yeah
0: one of them says i hate everything and the other one says on wednesdays we stay black come on son Okay,
1: you know what that's from we mean girls
0: on wednesdays we stay black
1: on wednesdays we're pink
0: that's oh. a play on that oh oh right did didn't wednesday say that though wednesday adams no do you know what you know who wednesday adams is yeah. okay she never said on wednesdays we were, we were black
1: she was black every day why would she say that because it's ironic that is from mean girls
0: okay i know that's your
1: movie gosh the only white media i enjoy
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just glad that you don't have any tattoos because they would all be sayings for mean girls no they wouldn't if you had tattoos, they wouldn't say no. Wouldn't I would enjoy
1: that? it. I will not permanently put anything white associated on my body. What would you? I don't even wear a white person on a shirt. If you why were, why would I do
0: that? If you
1: were it's a tattoo, it's not the life I live.
0: If you were a tattoo no. person, what kind? I'm asking you. Okay, what kind of, like, relax, <laughs> calm down, <laughs> break down. NASA. if you were a tattoo <laughs> bitch, what kind of tattoos would you have?
1: I just put names of dead people. Like, oh, okay, that I read right, it. That's the only reason. Like, why else is your name on me forever? Okay because right. you're not here forever you know like mm-hmm. other than that then i don't i don't get drawing though myself okay
0: they also <laughs> have a lot of um anime inspired t-shirts they do a comic book it's cute it's fun it's frilly and it's a
1: black woman buy some shit. that's
0: right i'm a size medium i like sweatshirts <laughs> and i like bright colors even though i don't buy them for myself they to make say make a perfect gift <laughs> I, know, I know i know I, that's what i want to introduce what are you about? i want to introduce more bright colors in my life i am actually i think gonna buy some of these in bright colors um yeah yo so i'm excited adorned by chi we'll put the link to the website and a link to their instagram in the show notes mm-hmm. so that you can buy cute pink t-shirts they have regular colors like black and white and shit too but they also have really cute like bright colors which i was looking for today after all of the hate and depression and depression that Mm -hmm. we have earlier discussed (laughs) so (laughs) all right okay are you ready to To throw somebody into the pit
1: pit? (laughs) i did that on purpose i knew that would throw you up yes i'm ready to throw someone in the pit. okay cool
0: windows the new triple x has got to be more dangerous deadlier more attitude who the fuck is this asshole say what again say what again i dare you i double dare you motherfucker say
1: what one more goddamn time soldier
0: yes <laughs> You?
1: what is the pit why do we do this?
0: the pit is where we throw people who are trying to detract from our black ass, black joy, mm-hmm. people who are fucking with us, people mm-hmm. who are raining on our parade. I would like say rub my temple. Yeah, rub your temple. We know our Kelly is in the pit, but that's like an obvious thing.
1: He is the pit. He
0: is the pit.
1: We piss on him.
0: We piss on him. Yeah. Tell mm-hmm. us, um, do you have somebody you want to put in the pit?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I want to throw in the pit mm-hmm. the whole Corporation company that is Federal Express, FedEx, in the fucking pit. Oh wow! So the Bay thing and I, we exchanging Kwanzaa gifts. Is this Shea Butter Bay? Shea Butter Bay. Hey, exchanging Kwanzaa gifts. Mm-hmm. He partakes in that Christmas thing, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm. He was buying me a Christmas gift. I was buying him a Kwanzaa gift. Okay and so I, I ordered him um whatever is the latest samsung smartwatch or whatever mm-hmm. order it um it comes to my house a day later than when it was supposed to i knew i would a be. day earlier a day earlier mm-hmm. thank you Than it was supposed to so the day that it came i was out and about in the world where i probably would have waited for it mm-hmm. and then went out and about in the world because you lied to me about yeah. when it was going to get you sent lied to my house to me return of the package
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: Oh so i see it that it's delivered and i'm like delivered i'm like and i know my roommates at home so i'm like what is it? how is that and sometimes they leave packages at outdoors and sometimes they don't mm-hmm. so i'm like what the fuck and then there are times where my package is at a neighbor's house mm-hmm. one time um so i'm like what the fuck and, you know, I'm a black person, so I live on the I wish factor. So I wish a motherfucker was still my package <laughs> is what I was thinking when oh I saw that God. it was delivered at 3.51 mm-hmm. p.m. on that Thursday instead of on Friday, yep. like you fucking said, Federal Express. Mm-hmm. Right? So I get home at around 6.30ish. Mm-hmm. I don't see a package at my front door. I don't have a mat in my front door right like yet. So I'm like, okay, this shit's not here, so I'm already ready to like fight. Mm-hmm. I had already told Shea Butter Bay like, yo, your gift came in dirt early, and I think someone stole that shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wow, he was like, well, you don't know, do You Stole him that before you got there. He didn't know what it was. Oh, okay. Cause we were going to exchange gift. Kwanzaa first day of Kwanzaa. I'm like, your gift is not gonna get here until the 28th. Mm-hmm. And so then we were like, okay, we're gonna exchange our gifts then. So right. we like planned things yeah. around the Federal Express fucking shipping date mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you fuck that up so that's where you one you fuck that up then i get there my package not there i get in the house my roommate is there and i was like hey you see a package she was like nah you know, whatever i'm like when you go home she's like like 10 minutes ago so i'm like 351 is when they drop whatever it's like six thirty now it's a almost three hour window mm. where the fuck is my shit Mm -hmm. someone took it. Is this like enough time for this little box cause like I said it was a watch I'm sure it wasn't like you couldn't tell it was a watch Mm -hmm. based on a box but like yeah why would you sit a little ass box at the front of my door I live in East New York y'all in your apartment building I live in East New York in the hallway in the hallway I live in East New York and it's not to say anything about the neighborhood but Mm -hmm. it's just to say like when my mom lives upstate they live They leave packages on the door, but it's like, it's different for you to go up the stairs at my mom's door. Mm -hmm. You're like, um, you know, it's like a different thing. It's a different
2: vibe. You're not
1: just walking by on your way to your own apartment and you see this box on the floor. It's very different than when like, you're like going to my mom's porch Mm -hmm. to take something off Mm -hmm. of the porch. It's it's like something different. Why would you leave the package in front of my door Mm. in this building where... Lots of people live. Lots of people. And there's no way for anything to be accounted for yeah, in that way. There's no cameras in the hallway. There actually is. I asked them to look. Did they? Um, They said they are. But Lies. who cares about this black girls package? Yeah. Um, FedEx clearly doesn't. Yeah. So that happens. I call FedEx. They're like, oh, sometimes they mark things as delivered even though they didn't deliver it yet. So wait until tomorrow. So I'm like why would they leave the package there and they're like oh um it didn't require a signature so then I got more upset hey Samsung Mm -hmm. why do you send your packages out that course 300 plus dollars and don't ask for a fucking signature to be on the thing you must want me to get a refund you must want me to go back into my scammer ways and order something else and get it and then lie and say I didn't. So, oh man. I'm just saying, you yeah. setting yourself up. True. That's what I'm saying. You're setting mm-hmm. like, it's, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? So that added to me being upset because why would you send out an item that costs with that cost and not require a signature? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Mm. Now someone has a watch and I got my money back. It ain't right. Dummies, ain't right. stupid. So I did get my money back. Okay. Michelle I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But you messed up our little Kwanzaa, um first Kwanzaa within our relationship moment. They don't respect Kwanzaa. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And FedEx, y'all need to have one standard thing they say that they leave it at their door to the discretion of the driver if they feel
0: safe you know i had a driver delivery driver leave a package outside of my whole entire apartment building building outside the building That's on the
1: pavement why do they get to have the discretion of what is safe Yeah, work hidden. as a person who goes to work every day and doesn't enjoy my job every day mm-hmm. and doesn't want to do my job to the fullest every day mm-hmm. you don't put that discretion of responsibility on a person who's working at a job where i'm sure they're probably underpaid and overworked that's right. not what you do mm-hmm. what the fuck is wrong with you so federal express fedex goes in the pit i know i'm not i'm good. that you know when you mad at someone you say their full name mm-hmm That's what's happening here. Mm -hmm. You're going in the pit. Federal Orenthal Express. (laughs) Federal Lawrence Express. Yes. And Samsung, Mm -hmm. you are also going in the fucking pit. Okay. Requires signatures on your shit. Yeah. Are you like, what the fuck? Mm. (sighs) So that's my pit. Okay. And if I see someone in my building with that Samsung smartwatch on their wrist on site, just know that. don't listen to this podcast but still what if they also bought the watch then this is a fight for no reason i guess
0: (laughs) it wouldn't be the first (laughs) all
1: right (laughs) good show Mm -hmm. i enjoyed this Mm -hmm. um
0: thank you for processing all of this all of this This with us yeah i'm glad that i got to talk about surviving r kelly with other people because that was stressful to watch and we hope that talking about it with us um didn't make it worse for you yeah and um yeah that's all i have to say about that Mm -hmm. anything else
1: Nope, that's it. Um, be sure to follow us on all the social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ. We are also on Tumblr and Facebook. Just search for T with Queen and J there. Send us T-mail. Yes. Send us T-mail, T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Be sure to send us a donation. You do that by going to our website, T with Queen and J dot com. Subscribe. Yes. Rate. Rate. Review. Review rr R? no i was trying to make a thing um dual things mm-hmm. what else
0: what else saturday january 29th again black comic book festival at the schomburg i'll be on a panel at 10 a.m we'll leave the link to that in the show notes
1: yes 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 Queen. and i have my vision board and intention workshop January 27th 5pm Be sure If you want to come Be sure to R C P Or you will Not be able to get in And you will not have a board you, We can wave from, We can wave From inside You can wave at us
0: I'll wave You know I like to be social <laughs> I'll wave I might come outside give You, you a, might Give you a high five <laughs> What y'all doing out here I'm sure I have a drink Or two in me by then Will, it, will there be drinks there um, you I'll have well. Whether, whether they're not, you can
1: bring something. They I will don't have a drink or alcohol, two in my
0: system. But they're not gonna then.
1: tell you to leave
0: because you have it in your bag. I'll drink it at the bodega, like it my ancestors did. It is a
1: bookstore and cafe.
0: Okay, I said I would drink it at the bodega, like my ancestors did.
1: Oh, I don't think they're okay with you bringing it. I'm just saying you mm-hmm. were like expecting drinks at the bookstore. <gasps> no, cafe. no, I was, not I wasn't.
0: I was just checking. Either way, I will have drinks in my yeah, system. that's fine. All that's all I'm that's what I'm saying. That is fine. Oh, okay, Do okay.
1: That. Do your thing. Do your thing. That's it.
0: Yes, that's it. All right, so
1: let's get into these hashtags. That's right. Mute R. Kelly.
0: Hashtag mute R. Kelly. Hashtag surviving R. Kelly. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag T with QJ. Hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you. See, we've been saying, we've been talking about abuse. We've been abuse. talking
1: about Hashtag this. You, okay, you okay, sis. We've
0: been talking about mm-hmm. abuse. What else?
1: Hashtag why I stayed. We've yes, been talking, talking about, about abuse. abuse. <laughs> i don't know why i'm looking at the mic like this why are we both why are we both
0: making black girl faces as if anyone can see us y'all know the faces we would make it too This is the face after you say something the face sounds
1: like this mm. it's like a period mm. yes yeah uh-huh <laughs> Yup. and
0: Oh okay hashtag oh. black panther so lit always and forever mm-hmm. hashtag podcasts in color no sorry hashtag pods in color mm-hmm. hashtag pod in hashtag marsh's plate hashtag queer walk hashtag in and uprising
1: um, hashtag unpack bg mm-hmm. hashtag bag ladies hashtag stop killing trans women stop it trans lives matter they do black lives matter all black lives matter black girls lives matter all
0: black girls listen to black women
1: listen to motherfucking black
0: women what the fuck listen to black women believe back black women Mm -hmm. hire black women pay
1: black women what the fuck girl all right yeah yeah that's that's all right peace this show yes tell it was created hosted and produced by a black girl named naima and And a a black girl named janicia with editing and support by a black girl named Sam Riddell. Ow. Peace out.
2: Hiya, more Nike. It's me, Sally in HR. It's just a quick... Oh, uh, oh, I'm ever so sorry, love. M- Moronike. Oh, I thought as much. I thought she likes sports shoes, more Nike. Moronike. Is that how you say it? Morinike. Well, sorry to bring this to you, love, and it is nothing to worry about. It's just a quick one, just a quick one. Basically, I've had a complaint. Yeah, I've had a complaint from Kathy in finance. Yeah, she says she struggles to find you when she needs to give you your payslip because you're always changing your hair. You've got different hairstyles. Mm. Hmm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. No, no, love, I totally understand that you are the only black person on that floor, but you have to see where she's coming from, you know, data protection and all of that, she wants to just be sure that it's you, I'm sure it's innocent, love, I'm sure it's innocent, there's nothing meant by it, love, mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Honestly, love, it's it's more awkward for me than it is for you, honestly. I know, I know. But uh, I'll just read you what she says in her email, okay? Well, she says here um, that... Sometimes, Morena K has short hair, then other times she has bootylicious hair like Beyonce, and other times she has locks like Bob Marley. Honestly, love, I do agree with you You are the only black person on that floor and you sit at the same desk with your name on it, but, you know, she's perfectly innocent, love. She's just worried about you just worried. She doesn't want to give your pay slip to the wrong person. Yeah, but don't worry about a thing because sally and hr will make it all right oh i love a bit of bob marley i do oh the the moment i saw that in her email i thought oh, that hairstyle must have been gorgeous Uh, hello Uh, hello moronike hello oh I, i think she's hung
1: up